0: What's up, Josie? Is that your mood today? Gray? Is that your lighting? Gray?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and
0: I look like I'm in a strip very club Very gray or today. Look at my light. I look like I'm in a strip club or Cotton Candy Factory or something like that. And
2: very professional.
0: Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, very cool. I like it. I like it. Pink and blue. Yeah. Just right. Just Salty Joe would like this. This is his colors, right here. So this is for you, Salty Joe. Pink and blue. Pink and blue. You know what, Joseph? We don't have much time. It's like three o'clock in the morning they're in finland it's late so you know what we got a podcast to record so i say you know what uh let's drop that intro
1: nitro
3: is the glory
0: Yes, 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 indeed. Nitro is the glory, but E Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number one forty-one of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host Keena White, aka Left of the Great, and to my virtual right is the one and a he's looking really tired, looking haggard there. But we got Beaker, aka Rupert Pumpernickel, aka JQ, and aka many other names in the house. He's probably busy editing, so you know, say what's up, JQ. Hello.
2: Actually, I discovered a new drink. Have you seen this no. before?
0: No, what does that say?
2: Mule? Monster Energy Mule, Monster Mule. So it's like that um, mule cocktail, but it's just uh, no alcohol.
0: Well, I've never had a mule cocktail. It has
2: uh, ginger in it.
0: Oh. oh, I've never had a mule cocktail, yeah, so I don't know what it is.
2: They have the, the various different <laughs> mules. Moscow Mule and stuff in there.
0: Well, at least you're not drinking alcohol.
2: Yeah. No time for that. Well, yet.
0: I, you know what? I got a, You know what? Before we, I actually had a drink this weekend. I had a beer, two beers at the beach this weekend. I was just like in the water. What? And I was like, yeah. I was was, was like, this
2: the first beer since forever?
0: And over a year. Wow. And I was That's just That's like, amazing. I drank it. I'm proud it. of you. I drank two and I was just like, yeah, I'm not missing nothing.
2: Really? Yeah. Didn't you get tipsy or anything?
0: Mm-mm. I just kind of, I was just like, oh, I feel full. Yeah. Forget that. I'm going back. I even took one into the, like, oh, take it into, I was swimming with it, and I just dumped it all out and I got in the water. Wow. I would have never have done that ever before. That would have been mm. illegal, racing alcohol. Anyway. What about just when I,
2: I come over there? If I can come over there
0: Yeah, I'll have a few I, I Like I said, I never said I'm going to stop drinking completely. But, I
2: dropped that inch
0: fin. yeah, I'm sure you dropped something, you always do that, uh, but yeah, I when, mean, you come over, I'll have a few brewskis with you, but not like i I can go out and like I can go hang out and have a good time if without drinking, like so it doesn't matter to me, you know yeah. what I mean, but uh it it was all right, it was like, eh, I don't really have the urge to buy another one, I uh, to go you know to drink another one, so. Yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, guys, uh, this is episode number 141. We're coming up very shortly on our three-year uh, anniversary of doing this, Joseph. So it might it might wow. coincide. No, it won't coincide with the 150th episode. But, uh, yeah, we're coming up on our three-year birthday of the NNRC podcast. Wow, incredible. Like, three years ago.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, you said I look tired. Mm-hmm. Well, that might be explained. Um, by the fact that I was do I was editing a roll center video until 6 30 AM and then continued at 10 30 in the morning.
0: Yeah. That's like, that like, was like two
2: nights ago. Yeah,
0: that's your, uh, no.
2: And no, no, no. You've been up get a lot. This. Get this. So you know how normally, normally in setup guides, it's like, Oh, just go long links and the car is calm, go short links. And it's more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. That's links link length covered right
1: mm-hmm.
2: okay guess how many minutes the video on link length only link length
0: oh gosh
2: nothing else just link length guess how many minutes it is
0: an hour and
2: it's, no and it's all like info it's no bullshit it's like everything is just information
1: mm-hmm. 19 minutes, minutes.
2: Huh? yeah 19 minutes. I'm really? so screwed, seriously.
1: That's
0: a long time to talk about link length. I know. That's super science mode right there.
2: Now I'm doing link angles. And uh, I still, to maintain my schedule, I need to release the, or finish the link angle and uh, the conclusion to adjusting role centers today.
0: Okay. Um, if I get those uploaded,
2: I'm still kind of on schedule. Real Two quick, videos a day.
0: how many more videos do you have to edit before the 20th okay,
2: about 20
0: <laughs> well thank you for your time uh for coming on um i appreciate it um you know what let me do my spiel here before. and then we can do a, we can get in and talk a little bit of what we've been doing but uh yeah thank you to all of the nnrc squad around the world we guys dropped episode number 140 last week uh, it was just me and Joseph. Check that out. It was actually a really good podcast. We had just uh, laid back and and talking. Uh, so thank you to all you guys. We can't do this without you guys supporting the podcast. So I greatly appreciate it. Uh, please let's uh, keep keep the keep the ball rolling. Keep it rolling. So um, yeah, check out uh, this podcast. Check out 140. I've done some clips. You know, I got I got I got excited this week and did some quick clips, and it was pretty fun. It was pretty easy. I'm gonna do some more been slacking a lot but uh check that out patrons of the nnrc man thank you guys for all your support you guys keep the bills help keep these bills paid in her give me a little extra spending money you guys are coming up christmas time i remember you all stay tuned for christmas we we'll we get you guys something nice for christmas uh thank you guys if you wish to be a patron of the podcast the link is in the link tree link of this written description of this podcast so check that out every little bit helps five bucks whatever you can afford it helps us out helps us travel helps me travel because you know so it's travel next year hopefully and uh yeah good stuff and get new equipment and things like that thank you to all the sponsors uh of the podcast that decided to advertise with us they are myako whoa it's it's coming on i'm gonna talk to you in a minute about that but it's coming close it's september i'm getting excited you know to get my uh my ACO car, I wonder what Joseph got like put on the bottom of the chassis. I hope he didn't put nothing rude. He might have done that just to do me, just to do it to me. But uh, yeah, excited about that. Beach RC Beach RC is getting ready for uh Wicked Week. on oh, not Wicked Weekend. So I don't know if he's going Southern. It's probably too far for him. But uh, he has when the- is
2: when is Southern next?
0: This month, actually, in a couple of weeks.
2: That's a good race. It oh, is. Yeah. It is. When we went there, at least.
0: It yeah, was. it was a great race. The track was really good. I was... We'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk about it in a minute. Shout out to Beach RC, Brent. He's got uh, Masters of Dirt coming up. It's going to be one of the best East Coast 10-scale races. There is. It's a lot of fun. I would love to go to that race. Uh, if you're in the mood or if you're thinking of going to mod, check it out. It's a great... I, every person that goes to that race loves it. So... It's it's not just it's not just about the racing. It's about having fun. And you know, Beach RC is a brick and mortar hobby shop, man. Support them. They've been a long time support of of us. Uh, thank you to TNR fuels. Um, actually, my mate her wants to get some fuel on her from TNR, so I gotta hit up Chris, uh, Chris Nelson, and check him out and get some TNR fuels, and then I can run some TNR fuels, and we go to Puerto Rico. Maybe I'll be able to take it. We'll see what happens. Uh, high tech RCD, high tech. I got my package. Woohoo! charger yeah buddy so this charger uh has a bluetooth dongle so i can um like check my my you know now that i'm going for operation 115 i need to have a decent quality charger you know to go with some quality batteries that i'm going to talk about next week and quality leads from donathan rc you like that lead up so thank you to high tech rc for for sending me the rdx2 pro it has, uh, I'm going to do, do a video on it once I, I test it and try it out and try it all the Bluetooth dongle and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, man, it's supposed to be pretty good. And thank you to the people at High Tech RCD for sending that to me as well as being a sponsor of this podcast. Uh, Techno RC, another longtime sponsor of the podcast. They have, uh, T- Jared Tebow went down to Phil Hard, I think this past weekend and won there. Sun City RC Raceway. U.S. Open, another great race. Another race on my bucket list that I want to attend. I believe there's $5,000 up for grabs. It's Tim Lyme's race. I'm going to get Tim Lyme on her to talk about it, pump it up when, a little bit. When did, you say,
2: when did you say it is?
0: October, I think second oh. weekend or third weekend of October. Yeah. I would love to go to that race. If Marstyle qualifying, you know what I mean? If Mar-style, no, no real classes, I think. And-
2: I have to talk to him about the format.
0: Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Format King over there. Yeah, hit up Tim Yeah,
2: There's still a month. There's time.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Lugs RC Racing uh, tires. They just released their long wear tire and their premium compound. Uh, Check them out. They have a, I mean, they've been a long, they came on the podcast earlier this year. They're really making some moves. That long wear compound is really doing good for them. And uh, if you guys are interested in getting some lugs tires, you can by you going to lugsracing.com and using the promo code NNRC LUGs in all caps, and you will save some money off your order. That helps the podcast out. That's a small business trying to make trying to do things in RC. There you go. That support lugs and that helps support the podcast. Um, hold on for a second. Shout out to Manscaped.com. Look, this is a call to action. I need you guys to go get groomed up for Christmas. You got Christmas gifts coming. You're thinking about Christmas and all that type of stuff. Go check out Manscaped. I I need you. And you can use, you know, promo code for all of that. And you can uh, help me out. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. Long time sponsor of the podcast. Shout out to Scooter. Thank you for your support. We have a coupon code for that. Prepare for victory with Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. It has, it's got something for all your needs. Dart oval, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, drag racing, you name it. It's got something for you. Donathan RC, got my cables over there. Super happy with them. Test them out. Super customized. Check them out. Get some NNRC ones. That'd be cool. You can get some NNRC logos on it and stuff like that. Show your support. And you get, uh, you know, use the promo code no name 10 and you will get 10% off your order for every order, uh, every order over 50 bucks. So go to www.drcproshop.com and geek out, man. You can geek right out on charge cables. I didn't know you could geek out so hard and racecraft usa check them out get yourself a command module we have a promo code for that that is nnrc squad in all caps and you'll save 10 percent off your order uh probably one of the biggest things to hit one of the most popular things to hit the market this year was the command module uh, i don't know what the race and the mini command module i don't know what the racecraft guys have lined up for later but a cool bunch of people i like advertise advertising i can't wait to hang out with them when we go to dnc cool guys And uh, you know, finally got my command module. And of course, shout out to RCGP, JQ Racing, all my JQ Racing family. I know, I know. Don't worry. Twenty twenty two is coming, and it's gonna be the bad news bears all over again. Me, Greg, this guy right here, and whoever else wants to be a part of the motley crew of misfits. But we'll be running in my ACO car, so I can't wait. And of course, House of RC version 1.3 is out. Check them out. Fill out your, um, your profile when you can. If you want, please hey, show Connie some love. He's putting a lot of work into that. I support it. I give him my five bucks a month. No problem. All right, Joseph. Uh, thank you to all the sponsors of the podcast. Remember, everybody, showing the sponsors some love. Show the podcast some love. Help us out. That, you know, you know, help us out. All right, Josie. Um, I know we don't have much time general chat. you like dude you gotta I, I i know you're are you still leaving to go to spain at like on it near the end of the month As of
2: right now then yes the 24th okay the restrictions have actually eased a bit so oh, should be good. okay that's
0: good that's good uh, fully,
2: then, mag- fully fully magnetic see I'm vaccinated. I can take these scissors and I'll put them here, and they they will stick because I'm I'm magnetized now. Well, oh. they didn't stick that time, but anyway,
0: they actually came to my house the other day to give me the third shot.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's funny, you know. It's funny the vac- vac- vaccine is like an American sort of power grab of uh, taking over Americans' rights, but. We're vac- getting vaccinated in Finland. Like, it's a weird thing. Like, you know, like it's it's this conspiracy theory that apparently it's some American thing, but the are no, in Finland. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why they are doing that. No,
0: it's just not America. My wife it's thinks weird. the same thing. Lots of people here think the same thing. Like, even in Bermuda, it's it's not just America. It's it's a worldwide thing. Obviously, it's the, the biggest voices coming from America, but you get what I'm saying. Well, like I said, they came to my house to inject me the third time. So I better go see them and get my third booster shot or something like that. Or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Inject me. Inject me. Inject me with some money. That would be good, too.
4: <laughs>
0: or something. I don't know. Enough about COVID. Um, I have done nothing RC. Uh, I kind of chilled out this week. We went to the beach on, Friday, on Sunday. It was fun. Um, that's about it. Kind of a chill week for me. Uh, I got some, I got, I got operation 115 in the back there. Those who are keen eye I can see what I got back there, but you know, I'm not talking about that yet. Waiting, waiting on a few more things. I see you trying to look back there, Joseph. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. But uh, let's just say I'm all in in RC boats right now. Speaking of RC boats, right, Joseph? So I'm on a few boat pages. So I was looking
4: like, I
0: don't really go into many beginner um, groups and stuff like that in RC. So this is, it's not a, it's like a, it's just a boat page. It's got like 12,000 people in it, uh, more members. And I think it's so weird. Like, so I'm going to give you an example. And I think this, just real quick, this kind of relates to probably what goes on in the surface world, like RC cars and all this stuff. So um, like, like this guy's got a uh, a boat, right? It's capable of doing over a hundred miles an hour. It's ready to run. It's capable of doing over 100 miles, it's a, it's, a oxi, it's a built Oxidine uh, animal cat. So it's capable of doing over 100 miles an hour right out of the box, right? Just Can you imagine something for somebody who knows nothing about RC being able to do 80 to 100 miles an hour right out of the box?
2: I have a question. Has anyone ever been decapitated by an RC boat? No. So there's like people swimming and then some idiot with well, their you, boat. You shouldn't be running. No.
0: You, should be, you shouldn't be running That's not right that ever right. happened. I don't think so. But anyway, I'm just trying to get to my story. so I've been watching this one guy in this group and he's obviously a beginner. No, I don't know too much. I'm kind of a beginner with this stuff too, so I'm not asked you know I ask questions and but it's rough, man, it gets rough sometimes like um so this dude, like let me just tell you like the level of people that kind of got into this. this guy's got like this boat costs about $1, 15, 1600 dollars. right? He's got this $1, 15, 1,600 boat and this guy was having all these issues with it apparently dude the amount of response the amount of wrong responses this guy got was amazing he had so many different questions the last question was hey i'm 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 only getting 15 miles an hour this boat and but when i hit it in reverse it's super fast you're supposed to hit boats in reverse fast anyway not these boats blah 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 blah. people's like." oh, you've got to cut this cable from the ESC and do this and do that and switch these wires around and blah, blah, blah. Like a hundred different answers, right, Joseph? This guy he's like, I'm selling this boat. It's, a, it's not blah, blah, blah. You know, like this is stuff I'm seeing in, in racing too and people freak out and all that type of stuff. And you know what it ended up being, dude? It just ended up being he needed to reverse the channel for, 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 for throttle. Right? Because basically when he hit the throttle, it was going to reverse. It was, you know, reverse was forward. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you have a, so they were obviously reverse is slower. So when he hit forward throttle, the, the boat was going forward, but it was at reverse speed. Dude, 100 yeah. and something answers later, this guy freaking out wanted to sell the boat. And I'm just like, it's so, I didn't want to chime in because I didn't want to get involved in that. But I can imagine that this girl's on on so many different uh, facebook groups and people with new rc cars and all this type of stuff and i just think like if you're gonna get into rc cars you're gonna have to be somewhat of a tinker. or if you're gonna get to rc period you have to be some sort of tinkerer Like you have to also be able to use this you know what i mean um so anyway to say all this guy I went through all these issues and got frustrated and had a thousand different answers from so many different people and it ended up being something as simple as just reversing a channel on the radio. How many times, how many times did it happen to thousands of people? They're like, oh, forget RC. This is crap and go. You know what I mean? That's, we kind of have to find a way. Like maybe your course is going to do it. Please put channel reversing in your course or something. I just, like something so simple and, and like it just blew up into nothing. Like it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So I imagine that happens a lot more. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, Joseph, before we get into some RC News?
2: No, you better hurry up.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, because he's got me on a time limit. So this week's RC yeah. News is brought to you by High Tech RC and TNR Fuse Fuels. High Tech RC is a leader in RC systems, delivering the highest performance and reliability, supported by a dedicated customer service personnel. The HSB. 938 1TH servers have efficient brushless motors, titanium gears, low consumption, constant output, a metal case, and they also generate power back into your battery and you break. The RDX2 Pro Charger, which I just got, thank you, HighTech, can charge up to full set four cell two four cell packs in 45 minutes. It also provides power to your engine and tire warming needs, and I can't wait to use it. Trust in high your servers and charger headquarters, Visit. HighTechRCD.com, where to buy for your nearest retailer, and of course TNR Fuels. Special thanks to Chris Nelson and his family. Love those guys like life. Here at the NNRC, we're all about the glory, and that glory is nitro. TNR Fuels is the hottest nitro fuel on the market, owned and operated by Chris Nelson and his family. Made by racers for racers. TNR Fuels is currently available throughout the USA. For more information or to support the company. You can go to www.tnrfuels.com, contact Chris Nelson directly at chris at tnrfuels.com, or find them on House of RC and Facebook and tell them that I sent you. All right, Joseph, um, not much news going on. Um, Okay, real quick, Surf City this past weekend. Maybe the last Surf City we see, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, Cav, Tasman was there too. It was actually pretty good. So let's go over this real quick. So, in two wheel drive modified, we had Aiden, Raging Aiden Horn, who's had a damn good year. He won that. Ty Tessman second, the GOAT Cavalry third, Rivkin fourth, Renner Connect fifth. Charlie, there's that name, Charlie Majorana. He went to the Nats and kicked out. He did good. He goes to Surf City and he finishes sixth. Yeah, even CJ Jalen was there. Wow, he finished, but he's in 10th. Rob Gillespie, Tyler Fencer. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty deep uh, lineup. Dylan Nelson. He races 10 scale. I didn't realize that. Oh, but your yeah, but RastaGuard raced this weekend too. R- Rasta did? T- yeah, he came at 24.
2: Did they blow out?
0: Well, wow, he's second, he's second from last. <laughs> it was 26 people in two-wheel drive mod. He came 24. Um, awesome, <laughs> it gives you some hope, I guess. Uh, Cav won four-wheel drive, Nick won. Cav1, four-wheel drive, Renekonnex second. That's a good podium for Lossi. Horn, Aiden Horn third, and there you go. Charlie Majorano in fifth. Wow. where did, And Westergaard in 20th. Out of I 20th, just have one three. thing to say. What's that? Nobody cares about 10 scale?
2: No. I, th- I, I can say that there's no doubt where Testman came from. Ty, that is. Oh yeah,
0: that was that was <laughs> off his Facebook. Man, he looks just like his mom in that picture. Yeah, I'm dad actually. Yeah, <laughs> such wow. Gord looks. I like the hat though. I want a cowboy hat like that.
2: Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah, wow. He he looks like wow. Gord looks so. Like there so wasn't young.
2: a there wasn't a mix up at the hospital where the babies were mixed up. By the way, guys, like, this
0: is not a private that. picture. By the way, Ty Tasman posted this saying "Happy birthday to his mom. Happy birthday to Mrs. Tasman." Oh wow, Ty looks just like a. And Gord Gord looks so young and strapping So young and strapping If you would have met that Gord in life Joseph he would have definitely kicked your ass I think Gord at that moment in life Right there if he ever met you He would definitely beat you up He'd be like beat the crap You're like the type of guy he'll beat the crap out of you And then you'd be like did you see what I done to his fist My face messed his fist right up That was my whole plan To let him hit me in the face So I could hurt his fist (laughs) But uh yeah, that's a that's I've never seen a, a picture of Gord so young. You know what I mean? Or his mom. But yeah, Ty definitely looks definitely, definitely you can see, definitely stem. So happy birthday to Liam. Uh Mrs. Tessman, sorry. Uh Barufalo beats Ongaru. I guess they raced at um your favorite track in Italy, which is Padova. And man, Barufalo beat him. Barufalo's I think it's like, you know, like one week, Barufla is beating Angara. The next week, Angara is beating him. It's looking pretty good. It's a lot of racing, actually, went on in um, Italy this past weekend. Just a lot of racing, period. All over. Uh, who else do we have here? Uh, this was something. Oh, Jerome Aigon. That's a name we haven't talked about in a long time. This dude won the French Cup. That's not easy. There's some fast guys in France. Was Jerome ever as good as Yannick?
2: And, well, maybe for five minutes.
0: Where is Yannick? Man, that's one guy I want to interview so
2: bad. Jerome doesn't have the results, really. He was maybe faster sometimes, Mm -hmm. but he couldn't hold it together as well. And, he, yeah. I mean, he won loads of French national championships and Euros mains and all that stuff. But, yeah.
0: Hmm. Uh, Yannick doesn't race anymore, right? Well, maybe once in a while.
2: Yeah, he still races. Not that seriously.
0: Okay. Alrighty. Um, This is what surprised me the most this week. I actually I just saw it just now. And hold on, let me bring it up. Um, oh, there we go. Robert Baddier to Guimar Engines. Who is this, Joseph? I have never heard of these engines. I have
2: no idea.
0: Never heard of these engines. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. they are some on-road engines. So here it is. Former world champion Robert Battier announced that he's going, he's going to Guimar Engines or Dimer Engines. The company, company previously known in the on-road class is, is expanding its business to the off-road class and soon unveiled a range of off-road engines through videos made by Robert. Hmm, interesting. I could have sworn that Baddier was going to go to Ultimate. I could have sworn.
2: No, they don't have the money to pay him, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, these guys
2: obviously. That's weren't. why he left originally.
0: Does anybody in Yeah, the, I don't anybody listen to the podcast, do you know who Gamer, Gimer, engines are? Let us know because I have I have never really heard of these these engines before in my life. So interesting stuff. Did I don't you, know
2: anything about them, but it's I have this thing where um When I look at a product like product design or branding, I can tell if it's gonna work or not, right? You, I must admit, you do like long, long term. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this doesn't, this isn't one of those.
0: Well, maybe it's just a matter
2: of <laughs> you know. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like how everything looks, it's just like that. Uh, what's that? Who? What's that brand that made the? Uh, Nitro buggy. They had like these, uh, on-road cars. What's that class where they convert off-road buggies to on-road? Like right. No. scale cars. they even race the worlds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, GT.
2: Yeah. GT. Yeah. So they had a GT car. They made an eight scale off-road oh, I, GT car. 8. What's the brand?
0: No, that's, yeah. but that's like, do you know what that is? That's a Hong nor
2: What? Well, they've changed it yes. a bit. But just, like, looking at that, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. Well, it you know? And it of, didn't.
0: They kind of just released no, it. No, it's
2: never. Right. No, it won't. It won't. So, it's just, like, that kind of thing. So, this just has the same vibes.
0: Well, maybe they gave, offered Robert a good check. Maybe this is more yeah. time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? I wonder what, what they're based off of. Like, Pico?
2: Well, I looked on their Instagram, and they... <laughs> Definitely didn't look OS, but he says that OS based So maybe it's a new sort of a new engine coming out or something. You know. Mm-hmm. That's OS.
0: Um, man, there was a lot of onward racing this past week. Uh, Y'all, Figueiredo wins. Lee Martin, Lee Martin Crom, BCRA e-buggy and truck champion. Must be the only European country that races truck. Hey,
2: I want to show you something.
0: Okay, show it to me.
2: Yeah, go on. What were you saying?
0: Polito <laughs> won. Um, Orlovsky went over to Robin Hood. Your favorite track in England, and one—it's just a lot of racing going on this this weekend. Just all over the world, it looks like. It's good to see. Okay, what,
2: watch this. I posted this on Instagram. Uh, this is one video I'm I'm working on. Can you see the screen? Yeah. So anyway, so you see, there's a coin holding the car up. Oh right. And uh, my question is, what's going to happen when the coin drops if I twist the hubs? Like, the outside wheel wants to flop over to positive camber. Inside wheel Mm -hmm. wants to flop over to negative in a corner, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm turning left. I don't know. So, if I twist.
0: Oh, wow, Joseph. That's actually really good.
2: So what's going to happen now? When I start twisting and the coin drops, what's going to happen?
0: I don't, uh, you're going to flip.
2: Yeah. Now I'm twisting here, the hubs mm-hmm. like that. This is basically simulating what happens in a corner because mm-hmm. the tires are gripping and the body of the car wants to roll outwards. Right. Mm-hmm so i'm simulating that by twisting the hubs this is what's hap- the fo- these forces are what are happening to the car mm. in a corner so this coin will drop what's going to happen to the chassis
0: it's going to be up it's raising up obviously it's doing up
2: well you know what i'm not going to tell you that but hey this is the level of uh Effort that's gone into this bullshit
0: <laughs> Trust me Guys This guy's been messaging me at like 11 o'clock at night Which means it's like 6 o'clock in the morning And I'm like dude Go sleep ah, I've got to edit I've got to edit I've got to edit
2: Even, We're going over like Basic physics You know how, how shit works how, me- how linkage mechanisms work you know, we're going deep here. We're going deep here in these videos. Do you understand?
0: Okay, yeah, I see that it's getting launched here. Like we're we're, under, we're
2: understanding. We're explaining things so oh, that is people is that. Or it's just like understand. something with
0: with a li- oh, okay. Oh, it's engine. It's
2: miles. just a link to show like how forces work on the link, and also um, same stuff. You know.
0: interesting stuff man yeah man dude you you've gotten really good at that editing stuff man really really good
2: practice and google youtube youtube video how-tos
0: yeah for sure that helps out a lot that's how i learned how to use all this podcast stuff yeah man, I don't think I have any more news really. Like I wanna talk about OCRC and I wanna talk about uh Armor, but I kinda wanna do that in the rant. So um you know what? The OCRC. Yeah, let's uh start there. But well, no, I'm, that's for another segment. I'm gonna we're gonna go into some, some Beach R C questions right now.
1: We've got okay. a few questions
0: for you. Are you ready for the Beach R C bench racing segment, Joseph?
4: Yeah beachrc.com the racers one stop online hobby shop choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service beachrc.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet beachrc.com is the exclusive distributor for ultimate racing jq racing pro circuit racing tires nitro Lux fuels and assault rc performance products so fill up your cart and check out at beachrc.com today
0: yes thank you to beach rc brent lucas all the guys there uh, brick and mortar hobby shop long time supporter of this podcast we do have an affiliate link if you guys can use that it's in the link on the written description of this podcast i greatly appreciate it helps us out it helps beach rc out and thank you to those guys man a lot of love for them guys and yeah good stuff all right joseph we don't actually have many questions but we have a couple of good questions so i'm gonna start off with uh my boy hyperfox 2.1 hyperfox f-u-x-x on instagram so i joined the invisible speed cult and <laughs> to my surprise i was charged a shipping and handling fee handle this jq i don't know who this guy is <laughs> anyway but he always is funny he goes why do we make the rear... This is the question. Why do we make the rear of the car softer if it handles most of the load on power?
2: Why do we make it softer if it handles?
0: Why do we make the rear of the car softer if it's handling or handles the most load of on power?
2: Well, because that's not the only thing you need, is, is it? Like, let's say you have a car that the rear end handles all the power you give it give to it but it's really loose mid corner or something like that don't have enough rear grip so you you would want to make it softer so it has more grip or maybe your car doesn't rotate well in hairpins the rear is loose but the car still doesn't steer well if you need it to grip and rotate well you would make the rear end softer or the car doesn't handle bumps you know, that's like, I don't understand the question quite.
0: Yeah, I guess. He also asked, why? <laughs> this guy has, he doesn't like Max too much. He says, uh, why does Max keep stretching out every conversation? Lefty is clearly trying to move on. Also, I thought AE drivers are supposed to be clean cut boys. What's up with the hobo? I don't know. Max went to the army and his comeback, and he wants to grow his hair out. He looks like the Mad Hatter. All right, next question. Comes from my buddy, I think he wants to keep it private, but he wants to, he goes, I have a question for the podcast. I'm still, I'm still struggling with race starts. It seems like no matter what I do, I end up in some tangle and dead last. I've tried mm-hmm. falling to last and staying out of the smart start mess. I've tried driving really carefully, avoiding cars, but someone always seems to just completely take me out. I've tried gunning it, get ahead of everybody, but inevitably somebody takes me out. Is there any sort of particular trick to establish a good position and or hold my qualifying position at, a, at the start of a race? He says, if I do get clear, it seems that once I'm halfway done around the track on the first lap, all of a sudden I got crashed into. You know what the answer to this is? I think this guy runs Sportsman. So he's running with guys, new, like new people too, that want to gun it. But you, you race a lot. You, well, obviously you race a lot. Where do you like to start? And what do you do when you start off in a race like that, Joseph? Look out for one. Sometimes
2: Sometimes um, you just get unlucky, right? But I, I do believe you also make your own luck a lot. So one thing about these cars is when your car is good, it's the most stable when you're on power. So when there is some sort of tricky situation, you'll most likely... Or you you will have the best chance of surviving it if you are aggressive. But you have to be aggressive to the right amount and still be precise. Mm -hmm. So when there is contact, to be on power, counter-steer correctly, so you survive it, you know, and you keep on going. So if you are too timid and too careful, you'll always get the uh, short end of the stick. But if you are aggressive, suitably aggressive, precisely aggressive, then you can get away with things. And if someone takes you out, maybe you don't spin out or you don't flip over and you can keep on going. So the early in the race takes more skill and talent than further into a race you know because early in the race there's a lot of cars close together things happen very quickly it's not it's not by chance that for example cavallari has won the reedy race how many times i don't know three times maybe. four times it's not because he is just lucky he's also very good at that he's patient yet aggressive it takes both things like there are certain moments when you have to be patient. There are other moments when you have to be aggressive you need to know in a split second, which one to be, that's hard to do. So I don't know if that really answers the question, but it's when cars touch, if you are, if you are on power and you counter steer correctly, chances are you'll uh, make it through. Okay. So keep that in mind.
0: Yeah, I also think. Like, this is no offense to the sportsman guys, but you know, obviously, sportsman levels—the lower level of, like, your sportsman, open, pro. Uh, I I think once you get around better racers and get in that class where better racers are, you have better starts. Too but something—it's like a start. Like, you, you could look. This, they all say it, you don't win a you don't win a race on the first corner, but you can definitely lose one. <clears throat> so, I think you just gotta. You just got to, if you see a window, like it's, I, it's, it's it's definitely some luck, but you definitely got to kind of just make minimal adjustments too when you're doing things. So you don't <laughs> out or anything like that. But good question. Good question.
2: And you also have to be very confident in your car. So when you drive enough and you drive the same car enough and you're very confident, then that helps a lot also. So you need a safe car that you are confident in and then you need to be Suitably aggressive in those early laps.
0: Sweet. Um, thank you for the question. We have a couple more here. Uh Evan at Osborne, what brand motocross bike does JQ ride?
2: Kawasaki, of course, it's green.
0: Gotta get rid of that bike.
2: Benjamin James, would it I was be- actually riding today.
0: It was good. Mm-hmm. Benjamin
1: that James, would it
0: be possible to unify class rules in electric classes? For instance, I've seen two or three different specs at the, to GT12, WGT. That's, I think that's more onward stuff. But do you think there can be some unified? I think this is for, like, stock racing or something like that. What do you think about that? Any possible, would it be possible to unify class rules? No, I don't. People can't even agree to, like, do anything. What do you think about that, Joseph. See, I don't know the different specs, like GT12 and W28 are all, um, like, on classes. I don't know, Ben. That's a—you got me on that question. Almond McLean, worst weather you've raced in, Joseph?
2: Worst weather? Yeah. Maybe Charlotte Worlds?
0: Yeah, I would think that was yours, too. Uh,
2: Maybe—I don't know, really. Was it the worst weather? No, but conditions Because that it was red clay, and the clay was so sticky when it got wet. What? and on top of that they didn't have cleaning facilities like yeah let's not get into that but really, anyway. they didn't
0: have a cleaning facility at the that had everything no, besides no, that no.
2: it was really not not very we good we
0: raced in rain her like literally rain like it was like at los cocos and yeah it just but that track
2: was it didn't get that sticky did it
0: what at los cocos when it was wet not really the best the best track in the wet was uh the one that 360 that uh actually i've been going through videos like i found all these videos on my old phone from when we did our 2017 trip and all that type of stuff i'm gonna post them to TikTok. oh yeah follow my tiktok guys no name rc podcast um and i was thinking about drc when that track got wet because it was a glue track it was the most fun to draw like you could literally race in the rain on that track because it will puddle up, but your car, would just, your car wouldn't get dirty. It got a little bit dirty, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it was just like drift action, and oh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun.
2: The, the worst part of racing in the wet is the cleaning afterwards. But I was at this race in China, and it rained in the semifinal. Mm-hmm. There was only 30 minutes between the semifinal and the main. And it rained in the semifinal, and the car came off just like a, a ball of mud right like the suspension didn't move it was just completely a brown reddish brown ball of mud Mm -hmm. right i'm like i'm so screwed and i didn't have a mechanic i I had 30 minutes to fix it for the main but they had the best cleaning facility ever so what they had was this like trough with a grill like a metal grate on it Mm -hmm. and then they had really good uh compressor for air pressure but they also had a water line going to the air gun right Uh. so you could add water and so you could just have a mist coming out or you could have more water like a pressure washer Mm -hmm. so you could adjust how much water you mix in with the air and it was really high pressure so i took my engine out i took my radio tray out and then i just took the car over there and just cleaned it with a mix of air and water and then after that i just put wd everywhere sprayed that off and then dried the car with a rag then i cleaned my engine and radio tray separately put them back in the car started it up Uh, as the engine was running and the drivetrain was spinning i then sprayed wd on all the bearings and i was done before um, the main, like within that 30 minute time, like I had time to do it like five minutes to go. I was all ready and the car was like spotless. Like it was all clean. It was amazing. Mm. They, they really should have that at all tracks. It's so good.
0: Yeah. I wonder what they actually had to do that. Like compressor with uh, water. Pretty interesting.
2: Uh, no, just normal compressor. But then the, the gun had um uh, mm. water hose attachment, you know, Okay. So you had the air coming out and you could close the water if you didn't want any, or then you could open it a bit and have uh, air and water.
0: Oh, man. I was thinking about that Charlotte race, and I remember seeing all the pictures coming from that race. Oh, man. That, and that red clay, that stuff gets everywhere and it's dry. You know what I mean? That's dust and everywhere. It's, yeah, Funny it's
2: story wet. about that race.
0: Oh, and you... <laughs> when you, when you when
2: this, when, this is so stupid. I, I mean, I remember Jay Halsey was the American... Uh, team manager right i bet he hated me at least at this race so uh, i was finland's team manager then the rules the rules say that in practice the fastest guys they go in the first heat you know that's how the worlds are heats one two three whatever they are the fast heats so he had told the americans that they have to practice practice was like super wet right so just hobby drivers and the Americans practice, like none of the fast Europeans or anyone else even practiced. Like what's the point? So because they practiced, even though their results were like three laps, <laughs> two laps, five laps, right. For some of them, right. They had good seeding. Oh, so then the next day they started in the early heats in the morning. Right. Uh huh uh and the guys who didn't practice they started in later heats well in the later hits the track was more dry obviously because it didn't rain then rain so he was complaining about this in the team managers meeting and wanting them to change it and then i just said like look these are the rules we all had the same rules and that's why we didn't practice so now after the fact you want to change the rules so that your guys don't run first that's not fair If that happens, that's not fair. The fact that you did it in other roles and you went to practice, that's not our problem. And that's not unfair. That's your bad, you know? And then they ended up not changing it, but it was close. Like they were going to actually change. I'm like,
0: what the fuck? Really? Really? You have some funny stories from that that race, period. Uh, One last question from Captain Carl. What's up, Carl? How you doing, good buddy? How about a show getting into contracts of pro racers? Every kid in America knows what LeBron makes. What these guys make is pretty vague. What is the average paycheck for a chassis sponsor, etc.? I know it's not a question. It's just strange. There's no transparency in the income of professional RC drivers. I actually happen to 100% agree with the captain on this one because I think it's cool. Everybody wants to know what they make. So let's 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 take let's take probably the world's top driver right now break down his salary real quick.
2: This was, this is actually something that I wanted to, or I will, I mean, I want to, I haven't done this video yet, but I want to include this in, in the course. Mm -hmm. So anonymously sort of get really up to date and accurate details on, on how much you can make. I know, I know some drivers well enough to where I think that I can get this information Mm -hmm. and just, We don't need to name names, but I can put sort of top tier driver, the next tier, and then sort of the semi-professional level kind of guy. You know, like three tiers of drivers. So I I want to get that information, but yeah, we can let's just go over it. All right,
0: so let's take. what do you want to like use a Ryan Mayfield or Cavalier? Let like like top echelon racers like them. Um, Yeah, like on
2: the flock on like the winning guys. Yeah,
0: so like. So I would say like in a case like with Mayfield, um, we well, we kinda know that Mugen don't pay him much. You know, mm. but that doesn't matter because they he gets continued. See, so they got us so he got like for Mayfield, he'll get a salary from Mugen for chassis. He gets a salary I would say
2: that chassis salaries are maybe for the very top guys, like the two least. to four thousand dollars.
0: Really? I think. Not for yeah, but I not for so. Mayfield with Mugen, because he's not running no, but four.
2: he runs 10 scale too. So let's say he has a brand where they have both.
0: Right. So he makes about $4,000 like to $4,000. Yeah. I think then his next big check, obviously, or probably. Let's five. not
2: talk about him, right? right. We are talking the top tier, like right. Mayfield, Canary, okay, okay, on the Falk. All right. right.
0: So then tires, I would say, is probably a big paycheck for these guys.
2: Tires, I think there are less paid, uh, drives now than before. It used to be big. Now I don't think so. Like, yeah, I think some drivers, yes, are paid by tire brands, but it's not as common anymore. You know, it, it seems like the tire brands don't need to pay as many drivers anymore, so it it can be just free free type like no salary, maybe some bonuses and then travel. all the tires you need for free. Or it could be some travel or there could be a paycheck, like anything from 500 a month to
0: 5,000,
2: 1,500, 1, you know,
0: I, I yeah, I, I think that definitely, I would agree with you that getting paid guys, getting paid drive with tire wise is not, not as much as it used to be. Um, yeah. Then I would say servers. Some guys get paid by ra- by radio companies. I would say the guys running Futaba maybe you're getting paid.
2: Yeah, I That's- think servers are much lower. Mm-hmm. I I th- I think we are talking like a few hundred a month for something like that. So
0: we're a uh, fuel, motors, engines. I would say engines fuel, are probably the biggest. Fuel can be fuel world.
2: and engines can be more again. So you know, I don't know for those guys like maybe. 1,000 to like, let's say like 750 to 1,500 1, a month, something like that.
0: And then like, you got to remember, they, then I doubt that they get money from like, but I mean like whatever they represent, they they get some sort of paycheck, like probably not from their car painter, but um, their body painter. But if they're running something, they'll get, maybe they don't get a salary, but they get contingency. I would say maybe a top tier, Driver right now is any, we're making anywhere between eight thousand to twelve thousand dollars a month salary.
2: I, well, I would say maybe seven to ten.
0: Okay, really? No, yeah, maybe no. This was a couple years ago, like that. But,
2: but yeah, I would say seven, seven to ten would be the upper limit.
0: Yeah, but it, it where they make but what, what where the other things come in is that a lot of these companies <clears throat> come together to provide travel money. And also where these guys make their money is in contingency. Yeah. So each, you know, wherever they finish, they get paid. I would say most, yeah. most, I, if they're running a stick on their car, they're probably getting some sort of check. Like if it's not salary, it's contingency. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And I would say that my guess would be that of all those sort of top tier guys that you can think of, mm-hmm. probably they, it's, I, I would think that it's more likely that they make like five to seven a month. Yeah. Than seven to ten. Probably. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. That, and then, that's my guess.
0: And, and then people be like, well, anything is, you, all right, well, I love to make five to ten, $7,000 a month. But some people, oh, that's not a lot of money. I make more money doing this. Yeah, but then guys don't have to pay for travel. They don't have to pay for no RC stuff. If you just, like the average guy just stopped and thought about how much he spent on tires and travel and RC stuff, he'll realize how much money these guys save. They don't have to spe- pay for that stuff. They actually get paid to do that. So it's a big, so they can have money to buy houses and all that type of stuff. But yeah, it ain't, it ain't nobody out there getting like $25,000 a month or a million dollars a year and all that stuff. It, it may be a few guys out there in triple digits, but that's about it.
2: Yeah, a few of the drivers I think can make in, in a good year where they win a lot of stuff and they have good bonuses, they can make over 100000 yeah. a year. But that's like, I don't know, like three three guys yeah. maybe. <laughs> I think that even the sort of top pro, they probably end up somewhere between 50 to 70,000 a year, which I think still is really good, you know, for racing RC cars. I think yeah, that's when really you, good. When you
0: don't have good. Sp- Look, dude, when you don't have to spend money on RC, you have so much more money to spend on other toys. Like, you know what I mean? So.
2: Yeah, But it's also something they enjoy to do. Like I would much rather even make thirty, forty thousand 40,000 a year just racing than maybe three times that amount in some shitty corporate job that I don't really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, or something like that. You know,
4: I would agree with you there.
0: I would agree with you there. I think that's um, all the questions we have. That's a, actually a great question. And I know everybody talks about it. Like what are the only people that touch that subject? It seems. And, um, I just, there's like, there's so many myths out there. Like, Oh, these guys are making millions and you know, all this type of stuff. Like what's talking about like these companies ain't moving hundreds of thousands of kits and all that type of stuff a year. Well, not RC racing kits, but you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of, a lot of money to come up. I would, yeah, I would say, you know, if you break it down, like, and you look at being a professional RC car racer, it's not like, Hey. I can make a whole bunch of money doing this. It's like, hey, I can make a living doing this, you know, and I get free RC stuff and travel.
2: Yeah, you can't like earn enough money to retire on it, but you can make, if, you can be, how how should I put this? Like, you 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 shouldn't, yeah, you you shouldn't think of RC as, oh, this is something I can do because Mm -hmm. I can make money doing Mm -hmm. it, no it's something that is really fun to do and you can earn a living doing it also. Yeah. Like that's all That's great. Like while you are doing it, you can make some money.
0: Well, the industry is so thats small. amazing. Like the racing side is just so small. You know what I mean? We just, we just think it's big um, compared to other industries. Like, you know what I mean? Compared to, compared to cornhole, you know, it's just small, like, you know, um, I always say, what's so so obscure in R.C.? We didn't even make it on Netflix. Most obscure, uh, like, sports videos or sport documentaries. So, yeah, like, I mean, you can make, and then a lot, like, a lot of guys you'll see. Well, you see a lot of, like, racers that were, like, these champions and made all this money. They completely are out of R.C. once they finish. Like, you know what I mean? So they just go get real jobs in the real, or they work in the industry somewhat. But it ain't too many of them. Um, You know what, Joseph? I have to pay some bills. I have to pay some bills. And you know what? I'm having a call to arms to all my male RC racers out there. It's time to get on that manscaping kit because you know why? Fantasy football draft season is upon us. And it's time to put the PP back in PPR League with the sponsors. One of the sponsors of this awesome NNRC podcast, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming just launched a new performance package 4.0. Don't neglect your balls like the Packers' front office has been neglecting Aaron Rodgers. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to www.manscaped.com. Saving 20% by using the code NONAME in all caps. And guess what? This will help you tame that Troy Palam- Palamalu in your pants. Now, guys, I didn't make that up. That's what they sent me, right? So it's f- football stuff. And if you don't get football, you don't know who that is. But, yeah, man, cut through the jungle and find your manhood. I kind of, yay, guys, you save 20%. This stuff's good. I'm going to use this product for over a year. Definitely get that weed backer for your ears and your nose. And, the, my, you know, my wife, she gave me a manicure the other day, a pedicure. It was great. Nice, awesome clippers, all that type of stuff. And the 4.0 lawnmower, man, it's awesome. Like, I use it. I got a groomed on there anyway. I got it. Honestly, I keep saying I got to get you one, Joseph. I got to get you one. Honestly, I got to get you one.
2: Yeah, get me one, and I'll get it when I come over there.
0: Yeah, I actually that? have one for you, actually. I think I have one. All right, Joseph. Um, You know what? Hey, real quick. We didn't touch on this. What's up with Mayako? It's September.
2: Yeah, man. Uh,
4: I I, I heard people. Well, get there's excited. one thing I
2: can't I can't disclose yet, but one piece of big news will be out soon. I think I think this month, mm-hmm. um, but I can't tell you what that is. Uh, has to do with Mayako also, and the cars are still on schedule to ship uh, during this month. So another one two three weeks of this month left so within three weeks they should ship
0: he would be like september Exciting. 31st at twelve fifty nine. 59 they shipped at well, that would be
2: special especially since there's only 30 days in september you know what
0: so. yeah it is i should have looked at that before i did that um yeah i'm getting excited about that i'm getting excited about that i'm also getting excited about the end of the year and uh, maybe going to Puerto Rico and going to California. Looking back on our South America videos and all this type of stuff and mm-hmm. posting TikTok and all it just brings back so many good memories and I want to do that. That's what I got into this to do. Like to go to these places and do RC and have fun and meet people that uh that uh that do it. Like like we I think we bought a lot of exposure to South American RC by going on there. A lot of people didn't even know they race. Uh Coutini messaged me because he saw the video from. Remember when we went to that track in San Juan, Joseph? When we first met the Argentina yeah. guys, he's like, "This track is awesome." I posted that, and he's like, "Oh, you posted it. You need to come back." He's he's probably one of the fastest guys in Europe. I mean, in South America, and he barely races. That's good. Yeah. And your buddy the pink. Devil. It would be really
2: nice to post COVID, uh, do another trip. You know, <laughs> even if we went to the same places and see I would, what's going know, on. You know, if I went this time, I would do be more really bus cool. rides. Definitely not. Yes. Why would you want to do I that?
0: enjoy the drives.
2: Jesus Christ. And well, the RCGP concept was uh, worked on on the bus I know. ride.
0: On the bus going from but, Bolivia uh, one, to Chile.
2: Yeah, one thing I definitely won't do again is uh, nighttime bus rides. That sucks. Oh,
0: I did. You don't know if he was going to die yeah. or not because you couldn't see. Yeah, well, there, no, just no only daytime.
2: If, that, if you're on a bus, go daytime. That, remember it.
0: that one dude that just got off in the middle of nowhere?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, no, I remember just sitting and looking out the window and then suddenly seeing lights like like I'm on a fucking aeroplane. That's how far <laughs> the lights are, like straight down. Like I'm I hate you, Lefty.
0: Remember we stopped at some crazy <laughs> place and like we are so hungry and so we're so high up. It's like I'm dying her. Oh my god, I'm dying. Ah, that good, times. Huh? good times. Anyway, you know what the time it is? It's time uh, I didn't
2: i didn't like being sick either so, that was bolivia yeah. that morning we left like it was pitch black outside so but i was attacked sick by dogs? as a sick as a dog and then you leave and i just hear this barking i know like oh this monster of a dog is outside and then I feel a breeze, right? And I can hear the dog really loud. So I knew this idiot left the door open, right? So I, all I did was, I didn't care about you. Obviously, I knew you were out there. So the dog was barking at you. So I just went and closed the door. <laughs> Dude. I went back.
0: To I was like, if this dog attacks me, I can't do anything. I'm so out of breath. It was a, hey, I was just like, oh, I'm friendly with yeah, dogs. So I,
2: I wasn't going to go. I didn't leave until someone came there.
0: Yeah, this guy has my from back. The room. Way back. Way back there.
2: Yeah. Good times. So, yeah.
0: I don't know about Bolivia. They're too high up there in La Paz. Cochabamba was all right. I was looking at videos from Cochabamba. And all that I don't
2: stuff. know how it is in Bolivia now with all the coups this way and that way. And what the hell's going on? Um, Has I mean, it is it stable now?
0: I have no idea. I haven't talked to anybody from there. One minute. Um, you know what, Joseph? It's time for the Sun City RC Raceway. Down and quiet.
4: Sun City Raceway, the home of El Paso's world-famous motocross-inspired eight-scale off-road track. The shower's family has over 20 years experience creating one of the premier tracks in the USA. Their world-class facility has everything: handicap accessibility, covered best. Space for parking RVs, trailers, and lights for night racing. Follow SCRC on Facebook under Sun City RC Raceway for updates, upcoming races, or host your own race.
0: And thank you to the Showers family, Joey, Corbin, and Christian, for their support of the podcast. Put this A, hey, US Open. That's the race you guys want to go to. And then RCGP when we go there. If if we go there next year, fingers crossed. So thank you to, for them for supporting. If you are in the El Paso area, go check them out. They'll, they'll show you a good time. All right, Joseph. Let's uh, let's let's talk about these rumors. Um I, I told you last week that I heard about it. I first all right, I, I first heard about this rumor on ran out of um sorry, not ran out of, of extra lap podcast with Aiden and those guys, and um Aiden Horn was on there. And he had said that he had heard that it's going to close. Right. And then we go, we, uh, we go to Sarf city. Right. And then you see like, then I saw people's like after, you know, after Surf city, Oh, I've made so many memories here in 13 years. And I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe where there's smoke, there's fire. Then obviously I got that Instagram post where that guy said, the church is going to take over. And, then smoker said something yesterday. And so I said, all right, I'm going to post about it. So it's so many conflicting, uh, rumors out there, but the, I believe the rumor is that OCRC is, is, is done at the end of the year. Go on.
2: Yeah. Seems like it.
0: Now they're this, looking
2: for a new place. Apparently. Are they
0: looking for a new place?
2: Yeah. And that's what I heard.
0: Okay. So they're not See now. I, I I'll should
2: i ask someone who would know for sure.
0: All right. So Maybe any, we
2: can get an answer right now.
0: Um, it's a shame that this track is gonna be closed. Apparently the, the church next door is taking over the lease. Probably more money for the landlord. Who knows? I'm not blaming the church or anything like that. But man, what a you know,
2: I was actually told that uh, they owned the building, but I guess they don't.
0: Yeah, that's what some this is this is a whole bunch of conflicting uh comments that I'm getting and think, well they earned the building and they got a ten year lease and they got this and they got that. And I'm like, Well, like it sounds like the leaving. But they've had rumors of being shut down before, right?
2: I've never heard any.
0: Mm. What if this if this if this is true and this shuts down, man, it's gonna be um, a big blow for 10 scale racing in SoCal. Yeah. Big blow. Definitely. Cause now will these guys, will these these indoor guys go up go down to San Diego and race at S D R C? Will they go to Mans? Will they go to Hot Rods?
1: That's
2: too far.
0: Yeah, like that's the thing. Like San Diego's far in traffic. Like I think people don't understand I, how convenient OCRC is. Like you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, but the, by the amount of people that go there, you would think that they can find another place.
0: Well, that's somewhere. what I was going to ask. Does this, does does OCRC make money?
2: I'm sure it makes money. So in I a shop and a track.
0: No, I, yeah, i but, it must. Well, like, do people do people pay like a membership? Because you know, like, guys leave their stuff there and they have their pits, like smoking. They-
2: Some do, but they have a limited amount of, of uh, spots for that. Most people just have to pay uh, each time they go, you know.
0: So. so, this makes a difference. Is it profitable? Is it how much does it cost to pay rent in a building? Like I'm that?
2: sure it's profitable. Yeah.
0: Okay. Does it, is it profitable just where it's paying the bills or is it making money Oh. No. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, yeah, like is the profit at the end after everyone's been paid? I, that I don't know. Like, I know that they're probably, you know, paying themselves well, paying staff. It's, uh, you know, I'm sure it's a well-running business venture. I don't know if they're like, making a profit at the end of each year, you know, paying dividends or investing or something. Like I don't know that. But definitely it's I would think that it runs well. They can pay all the staff, pay the rent, pay everything, everything's smooth. I'm I'm sure like it's a good business in that sense.
0: Man, I hope
2: I would I, think so. I
0: hope it I hope it's not true, because it's like when you go to SoCal, it's not going to SoCal without a, a trip to OCRC. You know what I mean? For anybody that's never been there, the best way I could describe it is like an RC clubhouse. The only thing they don't have is like they don't sell beer there, but if they did, it'd be great. But it's like, you could literally go there and just hang out for the day, which I did. You know, watching you. you if you wanted to wrench on your car, you had nowhere to wrench, you could just go there and wrench. You know what I mean? That's the cool pl- thing about it, and it's. I, I. hope they. If they. If they are. They do have to get out. I hope they find a replacement, because wow. Like I. Th- like what do you think? Like do you think smoker? Like if OCRC goes. Like guys like smoker ain't gonna race anymore. You know. There's a yeah. Lot what's
2: of- he gonna do? He's not gonna drive somewhere to run. Exactly.
0: There's lots of guys on there that ain't gonna. Like, I'm not driving all the way down to San Diego to race or, you know, all this type of stuff. Well, I'm gonna hot rods. Even though it'd be great to see some more outdoor racing. But it's just so convenient there, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Such a shame, man, such a shame. I hope it I hope it doesn't happen. I hope we figure out what's going on with them and um I wish I hope it isn't closing. I hope it's just rumors. Uh because I want to go <laughs> see there, you know, and just hang out for a day. It's so like it's just it's just a just a different vibe there. If you haven't been there, you wouldn't understand it. You know what I mean? So Wishing all the best to OCRC. If you guys close, I hope you open up again. Oh, I hope the rumors are, are not true. So, I don't know. All right, Joseph, that's all I have to talk about with on the on the SCRC, Sun City RC Raceway, Don and Quiet. I'm going to go into my main interview now, which is actually with Ryan Pavides, and I'm going to bring you back for the rant because I think you have something to rant about. You don't know it yet, but you have something okay. to rant about. Thank you, Sun City RC Raceway. We're now going on to Techno RC. Main interview with Ryan Pavitas. Thank you, Techno, for all your support. Check them out www.techno.com, techno rc.com.
4: Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high performance off road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technoRC.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC. Excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover.
0: First off, thank you to TechnoRC for bringing you the main interview this week. Uh, Check out TechnoRC at www.technorc.com for high-quality 8-scale trucks and buggies and 10-scale stuff as well. Thank you to Techno for bringing us the main interview. Today, joining us is a young man that I met, whoa, he was probably 16 when I met him. DNC, maybe, yeah, 16, 15. DNC, 2018.
5: Yeah, I think maybe I just turned 17.
0: Yeah, you and Max about the same age. I remember you, him, and um, you and him became real, real close at that race, and Camden Lime and all that type of stuff. It was a great race, too. But you was in the a main too, right? In, that, in the Open. Oh, that? Uh, 2018? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, you and Max were battling Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's when you first met him. But if you guys don't know who this guy is, probably you recognize his last name. This is Ryan Pavittas. I don't want to say you are the son of Mark Pavittas, but you are the son of two-time world champion and multiple national champion and legend in RC Mark Pavittas, who we had on this podcast woof, woof, almost two years ago. We need to get an update with your dad. What's up, man? How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I finally got you on her. We had you on a little bit at the nationals, but you was busy. Congratulations on making the main at Nationals. You've had a really good year this year, but we're going to talk a little bit about that in a bit. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. What's up?
5: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: You're getting ready for JBRL. Man, you guys are so lucky in SoCal. They like, oh, go, I'm going to get to JBRL and ProLine. I know it's like, I would give my left <laughs> nut to go to Pro Line right now and race. Are you ready?
4: Uh,
5: I will be the end of the, the end of the day here. I uh, got some work to do still, but... Um... It'll be fun. I like going to those.
0: All right. Well, let's tell a little bit,
5: tell everybody a little bit about yourself.
0: You're what, 19 years old and you live in SoCal or live in California, correct?
5: Yeah. So I'm 19 years old, uh, lived in SoCal my whole life. Um, so just kind of grew up racing, obviously with my dad got Mm -hmm. me into it. Um, so thanks to him for that. And then kind of he, when, uh, he kind of got burnt out on it, I think, um, and stopped kind of coming to all the races. So mm-hmm. I kind of started going with, with friends and stuff. And then, so yeah, so since then I kind of was going to races with friends for a long time. And then, um, it's just kind of evolved from there. Yeah. Um,
0: like I said, you've had a really good year this year, but I kind of like to always find out early beginnings when your dad was, when you was young and your dad was racing RC cars, what did you think of it?
5: I loved it. Yeah. I wish I could go every single weekend, but, uh, I don't know, like, my dad didn't want me to, or he just, he, because that was his job, you know, so, like, I don't know if he, like, right. he kind of wanted a break from that or whatever when he could, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I, I always wanted to go to the track, so right. I would go, like, a few times a year, and I, that would just be, like, the highlight of everything. Really?
0: You only got to go a few times a year?
5: Wow. Yeah, like, when I was really little. Right, right, like, right. Like, I when my dad still ran Kyosho, I don't know, I was really little. I didn't race that much. Okay. I just, uh, but I really loved it, yeah.
0: When did you kind of, like, get into racing then? Like, when did he say, all right, now it's time for you to
5: race? So, I did, like, a couple, I think my first big race, I did, like, the 2013 Electric Nationals in Chico. And that was, like, on the sugar track. It was, like, the the layout was super cool. and And I wasn't that good, but I remember that was, like, probably one of my best memories mm-hmm. and then after that race i was like okay i want to i want to race more and i told my dad that and so then that's kind of when i started going to doing it more frequently
0: mm-hmm. that's probably then i met you five years later you was doing really good oh your dad was there what did he say when you said hey i want i i'm sorry to, to to talk about your dad we're talking we're gonna talk about we're obviously here to talk about you but i have to ask these questions you know what i mean yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> like i told you like you are the first son of a, a RC legend, or even a, a world champion to be racing like first uh, child, you know, is there's nobody, there's not really anybody else out there like you right now. And so that makes you like, for me, that makes you special because you're like second generation of RC racing. So what did your dad say when he's like, I want to race Did he was, he was, he was, he hesitant. Was he like, okay, or what? Like, you know, cause he knew what, like, what racing was all about back then.
5: Yeah, back then, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he loves racing mm-hmm. RC, obviously. So he I th- he, underst- he understood, I think. Right. But at the same time, he's like, maybe like, oh, here we go. Like, you know, because I'm going to get all into it. And right. Then we're going every weekend and then, yeah. Right. And then eventually got faster than him. Didn't take very long. Really? You got faster than yeah. him? Oh, yeah. he, he was kind
0: of old. No, he's getting old. He was old. But it's yeah. still good. Your dad's a legend, like we, we all know that. Um, I enjoyed my conversation with him. Um, I guess it's kind of just—I guess we kind of just think it's natural that you're gonna race, like you know what I mean, and 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 be a racer and all that type of stuff. But uh, I mean, it, it's kind of—it's kind of took it took you a while, like you said, you was like what thirteen? Oh no, two thousand thirteen. So you're nineteen. So six years ago, you're, yeah, you're thirteen years old when you really mm-hmm. started racing and. You've uh definitely stepped up your game in the last two years, I would say, uh racing wise and kind of doing it on your own. Cause I remember when I asked you the other day, I was like, have you ever felt like you've been been in your dad's show? Well, obviously, like I guess people have high high expectations of you because your last name is Pavitis. Has mm-hmm. that ever affected you anyway?
5: Uh no, I wouldn't say it affected me like negatively. It's right. I'd say maybe it's it's helped with certain things. Okay. Um, and then certain times it's like, well, like I'm kind of, I'm my own person too, right. you know? But, uh, yeah, it's weird. Cause I started like, when I first started, I was going with my dad, like I'd yeah. only go with my dad to the track. And then once he got me into it, maybe like 2014, 2015, we were going to like all these JBL races together and, and all that. And then, um, and then he kind of, he kind of got out of it and started focusing on, on other things. And then, so I still wanted to race, so I found a way to do that. And I made, obviously had friends at the track, and I started going with them. So there's like a few there's a few people who know they are who they know who they are. They uh, took me to the track a bunch, to all the races, and so.
0: Was it a when? So when your dad left you to race, was you doing your own wrenching and stuff at that time, or was he helping you out with that?
5: Yeah, I was doing my own wrenching. Okay, and stuff. so
0: he did it right. Like he he like got you wrenching at an early age. You knew how to do your stuff. So you could pretty be, be independent when you went out, when he, when he knew he was going to leave.
5: Yeah, like he, uh, I remember he got me like a Kyosho like stadium truck. So I don't know when he ran Kyosho. What is was that? Like 2010, like really young. And I was just playing with it in the backyard, but it was a kit. And he's like, mm-hmm. you got to build it. So I built it all. And then I think he soldered it or whatever, but I built everything else. So I've kind of worked on my own stuff mm-hmm. since the beginning. I've always enjoyed it.
0: What did you used to tell your friends at school what your dad did for a living? Did they think it was cool when you was younger?
5: Mm, I don't know. maybe when I was like a lot younger, like they like that I would talk about it, but and they thought it was cool, I guess, but as you got older, as I got older, it wasn't really like something people ask, yeah, but they they'll ask like what I did, like, mm-hmm. like where are you going this weekend? Where are you going this weekend? like how come you're always gone?
0: What did they think about and that? Because I always ask these questions. I want to see what the the younger generation that doesn't race think about what we guys are doing.
5: Well, I think when you first say it, like somebody who doesn't know anything, they haven't seen any videos or they haven't, like, uh, been to the track or anything or driven one, they, they're like, what do you mean you race RC cars? That sounds like you play with toys, you know?
1: Right.
5: Oh, and it's like, and then it's like, well, like, yeah, but here, just come. And so I would show, like, I showed, like, all my good friends, like, all the cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like how much there actually is to it, and they understood. I get it's still a bit nerdy, like too nerdy, I guess, for some people. But uh, <laughs> most of my friends were like, "That's cool!" Like, I, yeah. I, they once I like uh, kind of showed them about it and showed them some videos, and like took took a I took a couple of them to the track. Took my stepbrother to the track, and he drove. And uh, so yeah, I've, it's kind of been. It's interesting yeah. what other people think about it. Yeah,
0: it is. It's 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 no different for me. Like, hey, like, wh- why are you here? Like, what do you do? Oh, I, I do this for a living. And then I have to break off the phone and say, this is what I do. And then this is what I talk about and all that type of stuff. And then people, oh, sh- I didn't even know people did that stuff. So it's, it's no different for you. Um, how about driving skill? Did your dad teach you how to drive in a bit or, like, give you pointers in driving? Or you just learned, like, all that on your own? Yeah.
5: you just, like... Uh Basically tell me to get around the track without crashing, like stay in, the, just, you just tell me to stay in the middle, honestly. Oh, that's like and old then, so old school, I would just, man. Yeah, so I would just, uh, like when I was like in sp- the sportsman class, I would win just by going like, s- s- I was probably like, I don't know, a couple seconds off the lap times, but I wouldn't crash. Right. So I'd just go like super slow and like steady, I guess. And then the speed kind of came mm-hmm. as I got older. But
0: yeah, Yeah, that's like old school, man teach you how to wrench He's from he's from that uh attitude era of rc when guys had to be rough tough you know what i mean when you hear greg and all these guys talking about rc back in the 90s early 90s and all that stuff and they well late 90s early 2000s gas racing those are them guys rough like breaking each other's antennas and you know getting in fights on the driver's stand and all that stuff it was serious back then but um that's cool what does uh, uh so but now like you're fully into rc like you work at a hobby shop, you're going to school um, part time to be an. Can I mm-hmm. say to be an engineer, which is really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And but it, the proof is in the pudding, because I saw you in 2018. I think you came. What did where did you finish in 20 in, at the open class in 2018? Like second or third, I think.
5: At uh, DNC,
0: yeah, at Nitro,
5: because you and Max were battling at one point. Yeah, so I think I, uh, I dnf'd in like a couple of the qualifiers or something and then tq'd one of them so i was like in qualifying i was right there with right. i think it was like max and i don't know maybe a couple other guys and, I think was and good, then yeah. i won e buggy but then i had i was like had to start first in the b main and then bumped into the a main and i wanted to battle with them but it just didn't happen oh so. man i was
0: looking at a video from that race i had on my phone the other day and i just remember that race like how blown away I was to be there and just the feelings I felt when he was out there in that main and how all you guys were just, I was just remember the thing that stood out to me the most was watching you, him, uh, Eunice was there and probably Camden just being like 17 year old kids. Like when you were racing and I was like, yeah, that's what RC supposed to be like, you know, do your battle on the track and then have fun together outside the track. So that's when I first got to meet you and I've been following you, you know, we've had odd conversations be, uh, over the years, but man, I have to say like, you're probably one. I, I, I know I don't mention it much on the podcast and that's probably my, for me, just not paying attention, but you've had a really good year this year, dude. Like a silently good year. Yeah. You got that smile on your face cause you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. So I talked to you about this at the nationals. when um, mean, he was there, dude, you've had a great year this year. Like it's like, you just came out of, like, we talk about Aiden Horn and all these guys. They had great years, don't get me wrong. But yours is, mm-hmm. maybe not to. you're not finishing second at the Nationals, but you've made, how many Mains this year? You made, did you make DNC Main? Uh,
5: no. Okay,
0: no. but you made Silver State Main.
5: Silver State, Nationals, and then uh, I, mean, I was at the Wicked Weekend, too. Right, you made that Miami. Main.
0: You had a good qualifying session. What happened to you in your... In your Oh, you had a flame out. That's what you did. You had a, flame
5: yeah, out. I was, I got up to third, I think like maybe a couple laps in mm-hmm. and then I had like Tebow behind me. I just kind of got nervous. So I had a couple mistakes. I was in, I think seventh and then battled, had a really good battle with uh, Jared Wiggins and Spencer Hecker. And then I got up to fifth um, and then I was uh, putting in good laps and then motor flamed out. So
0: well, what clicked for you, man? What what like what clicked for you to for this year? What, is it just everything coming together, getting older, you know, mature? If you're racing, learning more, more racecraft, but you're definitely on the right
5: path. I would say, like last year, I didn't race that much. I maybe went to the track a handful of times, mm-hmm. and mainly that was mainly to like the indoor track, uh, SDRC and stuff like that, just to like practice or whatever. Um, so I kind of took a break from racing. I guess you could say. And then I decided like I wanna kinda come back into it and give it some good effort. Right. And uh DNC didn't go very well. Um, but granted I didn't have a lot of like runtime before that, wow. I was still kind of pretty fresh. And then I went to Texas, that TNR race. Oh you did? And oh, you went then, to El Paso. Mm-hmm. And then kind of got a lot of runtime there and was able to race with uh Cole and, and Jared and uh, like Camden and Westergaard and those guys more and so and then I, put, I got a couple of podiums there and the confidence I kind of had more confidence and then PNB didn't go very well but that was a learning experience I guess and then was that your first time on, ever at PNB yeah first time there and then just kind of worked on like practice and setup stuff on the car got it like comfortable to uh, for my driving. And then went to Silver State and kind of surprised myself.
0: I think you surprised everybody, man. And, yeah, that, I
5: wasn't expecting that at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's not a fluke. I mean, okay, all right, the Nationals, you just missed getting in the main. You just missed it. You made the semis, you just missed it. Obviously, through the, D, the DQs, you got in there. It doesn't matter. You was in there. It doesn't matter. You made the Nationals final. And that's the first of many I think you're going to make. I, something's clicked. Like, what are you doing? Are you going to track more? Are you like to talk, talk, walk me through a week with Ryan Pavides? Are you, are you practicing more? Are you practicing with a purpose? now? or, or what's, what's really besides effort or maybe just confidence. What are you doing out, outside of that?
5: I think I've been able to drive like, like put in good qualifiers and stuff for a while, mm-hmm. but I'd say like getting the setup right to where the car's actually good. And then, um, just kind of like mindset too. like, I feel like I, uh, I'm kind of getting better at that. Like, like the pressure and the focus thing.
0: Are you doing anything to, to like folk to focus better, anything like that or reading it, like doing anything. Cause I believe in that you can focus train and do things to make yourself better.
5: Not really, but I really think about it. Like when I'm driving, mm-hmm. like how, how focused I am, like while I'm driving. And then I can see, like, if I make a mistake, it's kind of like, well, I was kind of, I kind of lost focus. Like I can kind of notice that, I guess. Yeah. I, but Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You're oh, good. no, no.
0: Well, <clears throat> I've noticed, right? And I've talked to you a lot and just a silently good year, man. And, I, and I'm excited to see what happens for you in 2022. I mean, we still got a lot of time left in this year. So what's next for you? What race is next? Oh, JBR this weekend. Are you traveling to any more races this year?
5: Yeah, I'm going to go to Southern Nats next week. Nice. So I wasn't planning on that. But after Wicked Weekend, I I kind of felt I got robbed of some results. So I want to go back, go back and try again.
0: It's a nice track. It's going to be nice. It's it's a nice race. It's going to be awesome.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: All right. So let's talk about you. You are working at the hobby shop part-time now or full-time?
5: Part-time. What hobby shop is that? Mike's hobby and like Elsinore. Okay.
0: How's that going? Like you, you now. like I always say when you, when you're in the candy shop, candy isn't so sweet anymore. So how is it working in the hobby shop? Being a, a semi pro racer. Like, you know what I mean? You get to travel and all that stuff. You're not a pro racer. yet. Yes. I would say semi pro. That's not for saying that. Um, you getting tired of RC yet? Or you just, are you just enjoying, are you just enjoying, are you just happy in RC and life right now?
5: I think um, working there is kind of different because maybe if I was working at like uh, OCRC or something where I was at the, I'm at i at the track every day and like dealing with racers and stuff every single day, mm-hmm. then it would be, yeah, I'd probably get burnt out for sure. I could see that. Oh, really? Um, okay. I think so. Yeah, but I'm working like at this hobby shop. It's more, uh, there's not a lot of tracks nearby really. Um. So there's not as many racers that come in. It's mainly like bashers and stuff. But then you get to see like I've been able to see and learn like who comes from buying a slash to getting a techno or getting a getting a kit and then building it. You know. So I see like
0: what's some of the telltale signs for that?
5: They're coming back in every day for parts. Like, what's the next car they're gonna get? Yeah, oh,
0: you know that's that's a, when you see somebody get hooked like that. It's it's actually feels good to you too. You're like, uh, yeah, yeah. I know what this person's feeling right now. I felt that yeah. when I first got him and into. And then
5: it. I like like I I enjoy selling that stuff more obviously because I'm a racer. So right. I'd like to get people into it. But, oh yeah, and then try and show them like why I like it. Some people though, it's just not for them. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to get that into something. But uh, some people. Uh, it just depends on the person, but they'll take it, you know. But
0: well, that's as a great mindset to have, man. I a lot of guys work in hobby shops and it's like, oh, I'm just, just, just doing this to pay the bills. But when you can actually like, uh, help somebody get into racing, I think that's one of the best things we can do as RC racers, you know what I mean? You have mm-hmm. a you okay, but you have it right there. You get people coming in and you can introduce, and then you can say, hey, I went this weekend and I did this, and next you never know who you get interested And All you that you said. You can tell who's going to stay or, or, or leave. That's good because we need more of these people to come in and stay. What's, uh,
2: yeah.
5: If,
0: well, good question because this is going off on a tangent. What's some of the things that these new people say to you when they get into racing and stuff like that?
5: Um, they just ask a lot of questions, and I answer a lot of questions, I would say. But uh, I'd say it starts like people buy a Slash or whatever. Like They never had an RC car before. Or maybe they had it, but, or they used to be into it or whatever, but they got out of it and they haven't touched an RC car in 25 years. Um, And then they just get super into it again. So they're like coming through the doors every day, like for new parts. And then they're, they kind of like look at the, look at the kit and they think, and they're thinking about it. And then a month later, they kind of, you see them with like their own, uh, their own race cars and they're coming in asking questions and we're helping them. And uh, they like coming in too because, there's uh, me and then uh, Chad Panic. He used to race too. Chad Panic, um, I don't um, know. So there's a lot of racing experience in the hobby shop. So we get like we would like helping people that are, that want to race. Oh, well, that's so good. Cool.
0: Because you guys are going to be like the hobby shops got people into RC in the first place, you know. So you're still like where there are hobby shops. I don't have one here, but you guys are still like on the front line to getting people in. And I assume he's pretty flexible with your race schedule as well. So that's also a plus.
5: Yeah, that's a huge plus. Um I can I can pretty much go to any race I want and take the time off that I need to. It's At, pretty nice. Yeah, and you're
0: studying engineering. Why do you want to be a, why do you want to study engineering?
5: Mm, I just like knowing how things work.
0: That's good. That's a good answer. That's how's that going for you?
5: Uh it's going all right. Uh I've done maybe like I've been in school for like two years. So I kind of done most of my prerequisites. So now I can kind of do like all the math classes and the engineering classes and physics classes. That's the stuff I like. So
0: all the stuff I dislike. Great. Um, I hate math. I hate physics. I hate all that stuff. I love it. (laughs) Uh, That's why. Oh my gosh. I, I can't take that stuff, but I guess you need that. Uh, especially in this and for racing and stuff like that, um, you know, but I, I just like to count money. I don't, and I don't have much of it. So it's easy for me. Um, uh, hot race, man. Let's talk a little bit about that. Cause is your, uh, this, you know, I know your dad's involved in hot race. I know you're running them. He's actually pitting with the hot race guys at the nationals. They um, they definitely are one of the tire brands that are, are like, like hot race from, from being a European brand, Northern America. And yeah. I'm starting to see them growing. You know, I'm starting to see a lot more people on the East coast. I know you and I know your dad's involved. What about you? What's your involvement with hot race? Are you helping them out with testing or, or doing stuff for Nicola or anything like that?
5: Yeah. So before COVID, I think the DNC, the, the second DNC at Paris or maybe the first one, but uh, Nicola came to, to the United States. So we got, I got to meet him and then we, uh, he was here for a while with Marco and stuff, and we tested tires um, at some of the tracks around here. Mm-hmm. So I helped, with, I helped with that a little bit. Um, but mainly my dad does a lot um, here, like pack, packing the tires and sending out all the orders and stuff. And then TJ, too, he travels to all the races. He puts in a lot of work.
0: Yeah, so what do you do? Do you get to go out and t- still test tires for these guys? Are they getting your input, and are you giving them input on stuff?
5: I haven't really done a lot of testing. I would say just kind of learning more about the tires, like at each race I go to, it's kind of something I kind of, we're kind of learning something new at every race Mm -hmm. with the tires, or at least I am. So that's been cool.
0: Well, I mean, they're definitely making a push. Uh, Like I said, after the nationals, I know a lot of people that switched over or are switching over to hot race. So that's good. That's good. And well, I mean, we kind of need tire brands in here, you know? Maybe we can bring the prices of some tires on and whatnot like that. So how about you? Where's your favorite place to go practice right now?
5: Uh, Thunder Alley has got to be my favorite track for sure. Yeah? Mm-hmm.
0: Have you been out to Joey's new track yet? Have you driven out there yet?
5: Yeah, I've been out there a couple times. Uh, same as the DNC track. Mm-hmm. This second year they had it at Paris, same, uh, same everything. It's, uh, it's fun. It's real. It's rough. Yeah, breaks, a, breaks apart, but uh, it's real off road, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, that's that's nothing wrong with having a track like that. Nothing wrong with having a track like that. Why do you like Thunder Alley so much?
5: Thunder Alley's kind of always been one of my favorites. It's been there since I was. I've, I've been going to that track since as long as I can remember, pretty much. Um, but I would say I like it now. Um, the elevation, the dirt there, I like the dirt there, uh, like it, it can get rough, but it's not, um, overly so, um, you can still have like pretty good battles right there without hitting a bump and flying off the track. It seems like, but, uh, yeah, that'd probably be my favorite place to go practice locally.
0: I've been to Thundalli like three or four times. I've never done a lap around. Never done a lap.
5: It's cre- you got to yeah, you got to do it. It's pretty fun.
0: I done half a lap at RCGP. I tested out the starting gate. Then just said I give me my car back. We break it. But I never done a lap there. Been a whole week. A Whole week for RCGP. Never done a lap. It's yeah. a shame, isn't it? It's a shame. But you are fortunate. Yeah. You have these tracks to go. Uh, to in practice. Like I said, you have JBRL coming up this weekend. Who is your biggest net? Who are you trying to beat going into JBRL this weekend? Who do you want to just demolish? Everybody.
5: Everybody. I'm just trying to, I'm in the points lead right now, so I'm just trying to stay there. Okay. That's the goal. So you're but gonna there's do definitely, show. there's some guys that are coming for me. Oh, yeah. Who's um, coming for
0: you? Call them out. I want you to call them out
5: on this call. Call them out? Yeah. I'd say like, well, Jermaine, <clears throat> Jermaine, uh Robinson got me at the last one. I had a couple mistakes a super long lap, but uh he he uh he got me. Um mm-hmm. and then I would say Walker routes gotten really fast. Oh yes, he um, has. Camden when he comes out, sometimes he comes to these races, he can be uh he can be going really fast too. Um Tyler Fenster now. Yeah, He's he raced at uh well.
0: he raced at Surf City this past weekend, right? yeah yeah man uh that's that's epic norcal versus socal jermaine's good man he's doing good he's uh yeah he's been killing it lately yeah um, yeah. he
5: actually moved he moved to texas so we won't get to race with him as much but
0: oh wow i didn't know that's a lot it's a lot of people a lot of california races moving to texas now i see so i guess it's something there that they like but uh, on the big on the big when you go out to these big races, who are some of your like guys that you just hate to lose to? like who are some of your they may be friends or maybe just guys you just want to beat all the time at some of these bigger races?
5: Mm. I would say this year it's kind of changed because I've, <clears throat> I'm, I'm kind <clears> of <throat> excuse me, I've nice. kind of been racing with new new people, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of seeing like it's kind of changing for me. Like at the at wicked weekend, I was battling with kind of new people and I can kind of see like who I want to be and who I don't want to lose to, but I don't really want to lose to anybody. No,
0: nobody, uh, but you got to so have somebody, to have somebody they hate to lose to. Somebody always got somebody they hate to lose to. I hate to lose to Joseph. Uh, but i in RC. He'll always beat me. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, any, so you're a young guy, you're 19. Uh, you're coming up, you had a really good year in RC. you're coming up to the end of the year, what are your plans looking for, I mean, I guess you you are trying to be, or this is, the goal is to be a professional racer, right, as well as get your degree in engineering and all that stuff, as as backup. Mm-hmm. Do you think you have what it takes to do it? Do you think you can do it?
5: I don't know, we're going to find out.
0: I think you can do it. I honestly think you can do it. I Like, after talking to you at the nationals and just seeing how your attitude is, and the way you're thinking, like I, like, I watched you. You came over, got some advice, and you went back over to the Hot Race tent. You always, When I talked to you, is was like, yeah, I'm cool. You know, he are very cool, calm, and collective. And I, I said, wow, this guy's matured a lot. You know what I mean? And I'm watching all the top guys out there freaking out. And I'm like, this guy's just cool. Maybe he was freaking out where I didn't see you. But whenever I saw you, you was cool. And I just, like, this guy's, like, in a good spot, like, mentally. Like, I can see that. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that, like, that was
5: a good week. Yeah, that was a f-
0: well, I mean, we we could be so many <laughs> mental different stages, in and in I can be I can be so many different mental stages in five minutes. So you know, imagine that. But I mean, I think for you, like from what I'm seeing, it's like maybe you're not in the limelight like, like a lot of these other guys are. I know because I'm I put you know, and like you flew under my radar this year, like honestly, to to Silver State, and then I said, oh, Pividis, and I said, mm, is this a fluke? Then you was like, and I saw you at the nationals, and I was like, wow, he's good. Like he's driving well. Like, and I was, I was and me and my buddy were like, man, Bevitas is good. Doing good. And I was like, yeah, because he wants to do it now. I know at one point you was like, do I want to do this? Do I wanna, you know, I know I was talking mm-hmm. maybe about two years ago, he was like, I don't know if I want to do this. This is getting a little hard. I don't have any help. Stuff like that. So I guess I guess what changed in that time though? Like, you know what I mean? you did talk about it. I guess now you're, you're working for yourself. So you have your own money. You can go to these races. You can pay for fuel to get there. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure these companies are helping out a little bit as well, which is good. It should be. You know what I mean? Because you, you're making mm-hmm. mains. I think you should get some some help somehow, some way. I'm just excited to see you doing more East Coast races, coming out of California, all that type of stuff. Because it's a big... I love California. I love SoCal and all that stuff. But there's a big America out there. with lots of RC up there mm-hmm. and lots of fast guys. Um tell us about racing on the East Coast. How do you like that? Wicked Weekend, uh PMB coming to these races. They I think I like to say that the East Coast people are a lot more laid back, a lot more friendly. Yeah. And they like invite you in. But how is it like compared to racing on the, the rougher outdoor tracks in, in California?
5: Well, I would say like as far as the big races go, like DNC and Silver State, um, the competitions like uh, there's a, there's a lot. It's it's always like nationals level pretty much or harder because yes. there's international guys. I'd say DNC is closer to worlds than the nationals usually. Um, but yeah, it's been good going over there. Like in Pennsylvania, um, that was obviously a good race for me. Um, and the tracks are just different. They're smooth. Um, that track was high smooth. high grip. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then same with Wicked Weekend, pretty smooth. There's a couple holes, but nothing like nothing like out here. So I've been enjoying it a lot. I like the I like the racing back there.
0: Do you think coming from that rough track, it's it's like I tell people all the time, like a lot of my East Coast racing friends, I'm like, man, you got you gotta go out to the best and race. Like not just do the DNC race, but you gotta go out there the weekend before go practice and do all that type of stuff. I don't make you a better racer. I, I think it just comes down to the the tracks that you guys have. And also the level of competition. I've always thought that if you can go fast on an off... Like, if you can go fast on a bumpy track, then a smooth track, you should be able to do good as well. So...
5: I don't know. I think it's... uh, If you run a lot on bumpy tracks, you're probably going to be good on bumpy tracks. Like, you learn how to drive Mm -hmm. um, around the bumps and stuff like that and kind of control yourself. The smooth tracks, though, it takes a different kind of driving, I feel like. But I feel like I've been able to do okay on both because... I raced a lot of 10 scale um, probably the last like four years. Um, so I've done it. I've raced a lot of 10 scale. So I kind of learned how to drive those like high okay. grip, smooth tracks. But I would say there is a difference because I see some people that come from California or, you know, rough, where they only race on rough tracks and then they'll go to like the smooth tracks and it's kind of a, a, sh- a struggle. Um, or guys that only race on smooth tracks come to the rough tracks and it's a, it's even harder for them. So,
0: yeah, I, I guess both, both have their pluses and minuses. I guess with the smooth track, you have to be a lot more precise. And when you do make mistakes, cause you're going faster, you just, it just, it happens so much faster. Like, you know what I mean? Um, a bump you can kind of recover from, but when you're trying to dive into a corner and then you just make a mistake and you barrel and you know, stuff, there's, and you the faster you go, the harder it is to make uh changes. So I know um you ain't got much time if was, that's fine. Um you gotta get ready for JBRL, you're a hard working young man. You gotta get you gotta win. So that's good too. You got so- Southern Nets coming up as well. Are you who you going Nets with? Are you going on your end?
5: I'm going with uh Walker and Tyler.
0: Oh, okay. Tyler, All right.
5: Walker Spinrad, and Tyler Fencer, yeah. Oh Spin Um Yeah. I like so it. that'll be a, that'll be a fun trip, and then we kind of all push each other, mm-hmm. um, and we're pretty close in speed at times. So it's pretty it's uh,
1: pretty fun.
0: Yeah, I noticed that uh, Spinrad was like running open Lasher, and he's moved up to pro. Like no, pro- I like Spinrad. Yeah. I call Spinrad the young J smoker because if it's a big jump out there, he's gonna figure out a way to do it. And I saw that at DNC from the coverage. He was the only one doing that quad. I like guys like that. Send it without responsibility. Well done, spin radical. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like, I guess you're just like living that RC life in, in, SoCal, which I preach to people that they have to do, but you're actually doing it. And there's like, like I can see the difference. Like now that you said, I don't know the guy Tyler too much. I saw he finished and did pretty good at surf city, but I can see the difference in, in spin Rad. like how good he's gotten in the year that I've been watching him. Since, you know, when I first found, you know, I met him through the, um, through chase and all those guys. I haven't met him personally, mm-hmm. but you know, I met him, uh, through just, you know, Facebook and all that stuff. So it sounds like you got a good group of guys. Do you practice with those guys a lot or
5: just not really? We all kind of live a couple oh, okay. hours away from each other, but like when there's a local race or whatever, we're, we're at the, we're there together. So, um, yeah, it's cool. Cause we're both, we're all like a uh, pretty close in age and we're all getting faster so it's kind of it's uh it's cool to be racing with those guys um but then at the same time we're we all want to beat each other so
0: so evaluating yourself do you think you have what it takes to be a national champion a world champion or world finalist at some point in your career i mean you're only 19 you got plenty of time to do this But you also, Um, you don't have plenty of time because you have to start making, doing things, you know, you're 19, you get 21, 22, 23. That's when you start kind of need to, if you look at other racers, that's when they kind of started having some good results.
5: Yeah, I don't know. I think I can do better than I am now. I don't know if I will be like Mayfield level or that good. I don't think we're going to see
0: anybody that's Mayfield level for a long time.
5: Yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's a pretty pretty high goal. That's a high Um, standard. But yeah, (laughs) I don't don't think you can be much better than that, but um, I think I can improve for sure. So that's what I want to do. I just want to keep improving. And as long as I, I uh, see myself improving, I'll keep racing. Um, So
0: what are some of the things that you want to improve on right now, immediately that you think you can work on?
5: Uh, Long main events.
0: What? uh, Staying focused? Mm
5: Mm-hmm. Really? And kind of nerves too. Oh yeah? Nerves really hurt me at the last one, so.
0: Do you do anything before you go up or do you have any rituals or do you listen to any music before you go on a driver stand to try and calm yourself down? Mm
5: -hmm. I'm usually, I'm usually pretty good up until I'm maybe battling with somebody Mm -hmm. Um, or like in certain scenarios, like on the track and then it will kind of throw me off. So I, I need to like kind of recover faster from that, but, or just not get, like, flustered at all.
0: Well, that comes with race craft, and that comes with more racing and more confidence.
5: Yeah, that's what I think, too. Like, it's only, like, my third race racing with those guys. Mm-hmm. So I think the more I do it, the better I'll get at it. Um, so, But, yeah, that's my goal. Like, Southern Nats, I'd like to podium or at least be up there battling. And I want I to um, just kind of have less mistakes in the mains.
0: Well, I mean, this was, like... Like even like we talk about Mayfield, Mayfield uh, for the longest while couldn't like you know he would. The reason Mayfield doesn't have as many titles as like a Cavalry or a Tasman then they say national titles and stuff like that because he would always break or he will blow out or something like that. The one thing that has made I think that's made Mayfield such uh, so good now and probably probably put good honest one of the best ever is his ability. One not he doesn't make mis- he's he's backed it on a bit, he's backed it on a lot. He doesn't make many mistakes. But the ability to correct the mistake, like, he can, he can start, like, I, I'll tell you what, when he was leading the main, at, uh, you couldn't see, he was driving, I don't know if you can see, when he was leading the main, um, when it was coming near the end of the race, that double going up to the second uphill part, that you jumped up, and you jumped up on top of there, like, as you, mm-hmm. you, know, you came on, and you jumped back up like that. I watched him make some mistake, dude, and I was like, oh man, if I would have done that, I would have been, like, outside of the track somewhere. He just, like, scrubbed it and, like, went in the middle and just went. I was like, that's, that's why that guy's so good. Like, he can just, the, the corrections that he can make. And if he does make that mistake, he can, he, can, he can make up for it. And I think once you get that confidence, and it's probably going to take, like I said, it's going to take some time, like, I think you'd be all right, man. Like, you've just been doing it silently. And that's what I like about it. You're not making a big deal about yourself. You're not, you know, you're kind of flying under the radar, kind of. And then, like, when I saw you at the Nationals, I was like, man, this kid, not kid but this young man's really improved man so i'm i'm really impressed with you honestly i am and i'm glad to have you on the podcast and i want you to do well like i want i'm always like for the underdogs too you know what i mean and a lot of people may say you're not the underdog because your dad was like a two-time world champion but i also see that your dad didn't like pamper you you know to an extent like he didn't you know how you have some RC dads that to do everything for their son and do all that type yeah. of stuff? He,
5: yeah, it wasn't like that. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what I would do to my son. Like, you know what I mean? If he wanted to get into RC racing. And I think that's probably one of the best things that your dad could have done for you, honestly. I think he kind of realized yeah. this, this guy, if he wants to make it in RC, he's going to have to be his, uh, yeah, he has my last name, but he's going to have to be his uh, man and not try to live up to what I done but you still got plenty of time to do good man um so southern nats and then that's it you doing any 10 scale racing
5: uh no 10 scale um i'll okay. go and practice sometimes okay. i like I have a tool drive buggy um so i'll go practice sometimes it's good uh good for driving mm-hmm. um, but ra- but the big races uh, i kind of stopped going to those um just wanted to focus on eight scale put like all my resources into that it takes takes a lot of time a lot of money um so yeah, I just wanted to do for a while I was doing ten scale and a skill and kind of splitting my, my time. Um and then I decided like if I'm gonna really try it, I should probably just pick one. And I looked at both and to me A skill seems like the seems like the more competitive premier class. Oh it's the glory. So.
0: It's the number one class and yeah. I don't what anybody says. It's the yeah. best. Nitro's best. the glory. There you go. Um as a young racer. Uh and I would say you've been kind of involved in radio, obviously through your dad and all that stuff, but you've been around for a long, like you are young, but you've been around RC for a long time. What is some of the things that you would like to see change in our industry, in our sport and happen? Uh, Because I I like to hear what you guys have to say, what you guys want to see, because you are the future for us. Like not some old guy like me. You know what I mean? You guys are the future. What do you want to see change in our sport? What do you see? What do you want to see happen?
5: Um, as like a professional racer, I would like to see like the big races be more organized. So like RCGP did a pretty good job of that. I did that. I raced in the RC2 class and that was like, uh, probably the most organized race I've ever been a part of. And that was, I'd like to see more like that for the big races. And then probably as like, as like, uh, the average racer or someone getting into the hobby, um, I don't know, just maybe make it easier to, uh, to start racing and more like uh, beginner-friendly maybe.
0: How would you – I'm going to ask you, how do we do that? Because you work in a hobby shop, and this is the big conundrum. How do we do this? We just had – we was having this discussion too earlier.
5: I don't know. It seems like it's – I honestly don't know. Maybe information more readily available or easier to find – um, but there's a couple, there's people that do a good job of that. There's a lot of YouTube videos now, I guess. Um, but yeah, I just want to see it grow and get bigger. Cause I think it's really cool. Um, RC racing in general, but, uh, just not a lot of, not a lot of people know about it. So more exposure, more new people.
0: Yeah. How would you do that? Would you like to see spectators? I mean, you guys are the future. Like you guys are the guys with the cell phones and all that type of stuff. Like work. I'm counting on you guys. You know what I mean? When I I go six feet under and all we guys are done and we're going, I'm not getting six. I'm getting burned. I'm getting cremated. Um, All this type of stuff. You guys got to take over and do what you, I want to see what I want to see, what you guys want to do. I want to see you guys take our sport to that level. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe it's not going to be your generation. Maybe the generation below that, right? just below you guys but you guys can do that like i want to see like, because i think what we do is cool like you know what i mean I, mm-hmm. I brag about what we do all the time i just think we don't promote it like we always say rc isn't a spectator sport or we can't do this or we can't do that i'm tired of hearing we can't i want to say we can i think we need to we have pro, like we have these professional racers like you're a prime example how do you become a professional racer tell me
5: Um, spend a lot of money, practice a lot, race a lot. There's no real way. And you got any, you, and you have to want it, like really want to do it, but, but there's yeah, no there's path. no like set path, but you kind of look at like motocross or something and it's, it's, it's better, but it's not like there's a real path. You're always kind of just making your own, your, right, your own way to the but top. In,
0: in motocross, there's amateur and there's, there's a pro class too. You know what I mean? And then they have like. Obviously, if you do good in the amateur class, you can eventually, but go up the probe. We just don't have that. And I think that's something that we, well, we, we also lack a lot of professionalism, a lot of, a lot of just showmanship in our, in our, and like I told you, like when I'm, I've been talking to you lately, I was like, man, you got to build your brand, like become somebody. Like, you know what I mean? It's not just about people want to get invested in you. That's what I want to see you young guys do. I want to see you young guys be the smack talking, not disrespectful, but you know, the guys who are going to be go up there and say, yeah. I'm here to kick ass and take names and anybody who wants to come try, let's see me on the track. That's who I want. That's what I'm hoping comes out of you guys generation. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm (laughs) hoping because we need some flavor. We need some charisma in our sport. And I think we lack that. And uh, I think that attracts people because I get invested in knowing about these pro guys and all that type of stuff and whatnot. So I hope you do that. You you and your generation of the young guys that can do that. Um, I know you're busy. I know you got to get ready for JBRL. And we kind of, we're supposed to record this last week. But um, yeah, man, I think you have a bright future. I'm excited to see what's in store for you coming up. And I like, I just like, I like the fact that you kind of aren't relying on your dad's last name and your last name to get forward. Like, you know, you're doing it like the hard way, the hard way, like literally the hard way, you know, on your own, out there going to races, you know, all this type of stuff. And I think a lot of people can learn from you, you know. I'm pretty sure, like, you've had some help, like your last name does help a little bit. I'm pretty sure, because I guess Mm -hmm. your dad, Like, you know what I mean? But it's not like, hey, just because you're Ryan Pavides, you got this. Like, you actually have these skills, and you're out there doing, you know, making a name, becoming your own person, man. And I have to say congratulations to you for that, because that's a hard hurdle to come over. And you've overcome that at a very young age. Yeah, thank you. Well, anyway, man, I know you got things to do. You got get ready for JBRL. Remember, drive smart. Like you don't have to win; you just have to stay in the points. It's always good to get a win. Man, that track looks nice too.
5: Yeah, it'll be fun. Anthony looks like it looks like he put in a pretty good one. So, oh man, I'm so it'll be good.
0: I'm so sick. You guys got to go have so much fun. Hey, man, I'm gonna get you back on this podcast. I think at some point next year and see where you where you at. Um, I'm sorry that I kind of ignored you this year you just flew under my radar, but you're all good. <laughs> you know, that's good. Like I was so f- like focused on the, all, you know, the only other guys, you're just flying under the radar. And sometimes that's the best way to be, man. Like you're in a good spot. And I like that. And I think you're going to be successful. Uh, and, and if you just like, I'm going to, Hey, tell you, man, get into that focus training stuff. You'll be, you'll see, it make a difference and all that type of stuff. Uh, would you like to say, thank you or shout out to anybody before we uh, close down here?
5: Uh, thanks to all my sponsors, Chad and Mike at, at work for letting me go racing all the time. Um, my dad, um, my mom and dad for sure. Um, and thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you for coming. Hey, you know what? Tell your pops we need to have another interview, maybe when he's at home, not driving, so you can have better audio because I'm sure he's got a lot more stories to tell. And yeah, um, I'll, I'll let him know. Sure, man. Well, thank you for your time, man. Get to wrenching. And uh, we'll be in contact, and hopefully I'll see you next in February for DNC, man. Well, if I come, I should be there.
5: Yeah, hopefully I want to. Hopefully everyone uh, is able to come to that one um, with COVID and all. Yeah, but I, uh,
0: I definitely want to see the international guys come and race, and they want to too. Trust me. They
5: yeah, wanna like f- I want to. Re- I want to see kind of where I stack up mm-hmm. with with them too. Now, so it'll be cool well, to, if, uh, if things work out. We'll have a
0: Worlds next year too. So.
5: Yeah, and I hope that happens, too. I'd love to go there. So That'd be sweet.
0: Oh, yeah, Spain. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, man, let me let you go. Thank you for your time, and uh, keep up the good work, man. I'm watching you. You're on my radar. Uh, I think you're going to do big things, man. Just keep confident. Stay confident. Let's get focused. You'll be all right. Talk to you later. All right, see you. Bye-bye.
4: We are now at that point of the show where you should fasten those seatbelts and put your big boy pants on. Things are about to get serious. It's time for the JQ Racing Rant.
0: Yes, it is time for the JQ Racing Rant. We've had three shows with three rants. Well, we didn't have a rant last week, but this is our third rant. Well, overall, Joseph, we haven't had rants for a while, and now we had three, two good ones. People enjoyed them; they thought they thought I was going to kill you at one point, but they enjoyed them.
2: Yeah, that was a good one. I know. I, I have was... a rant for a future episode. I won't reveal the um, topic, but I think that that could be a good one too. All
0: right. So you messaged me uh, this week and just said, "Look at this! You're so upset about this," and. You know, and I was yeah, you was like, Look at this. This is or something you said to me in the post. I can't even remember. I don't have it up here. But I'm just gonna I, I want people's opinions on this because I actually think this is a good thing. You know what I mean? But you don't. So let's see. There you go. The armor T L R tune typhoon eight scale four wheel drive buggy. Oh, it's a roller coming soon. This triggered you a little bit this week, so basically, this is. Uh, it didn't
2: trigger me in a rant sense.
0: Yeah, but let's talk about it. Is this good? Yeah. Or is this not good? I. So we're taking. So basically, what it looks like is, uh, uh TLRs putting some parts from their cars, I guess, or made some parts for the Armor Typhoon, which is a which is a popular apparently a very popular eight scale basher buggy. Or whatnot. So I've never had one, so I don't know anything about it.
3: Yeah.
0: No. So, um, so it looks like they've got durable TLR-tuned aluminum upgrades, includes chassis, steering rack, adjustable upper and lower suspension hangers, shock bodies, <laughs> rear shock towers, All everything. It's got the TLR logo. The chassis also features, like, you know, it's just basically they kind of made this almost to a race-ready type of uh, car.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't know. Like, this is kind of weird. Like, are they... Okay, so are they doing this? Are they doing this because this is a popular car that they can then sell to bashers and make more money and then make more hop-ups? Or are they doing this to bring new people into RC racing?
2: Well, I would... I would say that I like the fact that it's more of a race car. Mm. It looks like maybe you could actually race it. So it's race spec, you know, and, uh, for the size, I mean, and all of that stuff. Um, The reason I sent it to you was I just thought that look, horizon's doing it again, they're ruining a brand. So racing and bashing are two different things, Mm. right? And for you to have a prestigious racing brand, it requires certain things. It's like Ferrari, isn't like Ferrari and Fiat, basically the same company, Mm -hmm. right? You wouldn't see a Fiat van or something with Ferrari parts on it. No, you wouldn't because those brands are separate. Ferrari is high performance, racing, expensive, uh, high technology, you know, there's this, premium badge on the brand, right? So you wouldn't put it on some low-level working van or something, right? You just wouldn't. You don't combine that. So what I see happening is they will just turn TLI into what they already turned LOSI into, right? It used to be Team LOSI, Horizon bought Team LOSI. Team LOSI went from this innovative RC racing Uh, sort of no compromise, we want to win world's brand to making short course trucks and uh, ready-to-runs and toys, basically. And then they came up with TLR to sort of keep the racing side alive, like Team Losey Racing TLR. That's now racing. Losey is just this uh, junk toys, right? I already have a season. This is from Horizon. I don't give a shit anymore, okay? (laughs) So... Do you see what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, they I had a racing brand. It turned into this like uh, bashing toys, entry-level stuff. Now I see, I just saw this thing heading in the same direction. Like they are putting TLR stuff on an Arma car. Arma is not a racing brand. It's a bashing brand. It's like Traxxas, right? So I very much doubt that they have this genius plan of like, hey, let's grow RC racing. We can have this car and uh, it sells to bashers, you know, but we can sort of uh, encourage them to join racing with this product and we link it to TLR a bit and they'll move over to TLR. I very much doubt that that's actually what they are doing or what will happen i think the thought process this is allegedly just my opinion whatever i think the thought process is more like oh we'll raise the value of this car like it's more prestigious for people like this armor car has these nice tlr parts on it you know that's what i think it is more so oh so, so just a
0: money grab just money
2: uh, not not like a money grab but this thinking that if we put these Ferrari things on the Fiat, then the Fiat will be more attractive. Do you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, That's I- what I think is happening. And I think that it's a bad move. And it will, if they keep doing this, TLR <laughs> will just become another low one day. Like, I don't see them stopping. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this was a good idea. Let's make this ready to run now, TLR, and more linking. And then it's just some brand no one cares about anymore in the racing world. I
0: never looked at it like that, though. So that's a that's a great perspective. I mean, they've done it before. Um yeah. But I I kind of look at it like hey, we want to get these guys, the bashers yeah. that have these to race.
1: So yeah. maybe this, I mean, it,
0: it, you know, maybe this is an option for, maybe it's cheaper. You know, we just had this conversation yeah, last in a, week. in
2: a perfect in a perfect world, that's what they are doing, and that's what they will succeed in doing. I just don't see it happening. Like that, this would be a way to get more people into racing, and uh, that that's sort of the end result. But I, I don't see that.
1: If this I, I buggy, just don't see that. If happening. this
0: buggy could be like we talked about the serpent car, which somebody said in the comments actually said that the serpent car isn't as good as. Claims to be the ready to run. I don't know if this is like a ready to race type of car. Maybe because let me tell you, the armor's big. Like you know what I mean in in the bashing world. Like these guys love these armor cars. You know what I mean? They're cheaper. They're they're popular. They're, they're they're almost like race ready. They ain't that far away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Is this armor getting into racing? I don't know. Is this no 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 it. It kind of, like, you know, now that you've said what you said about what they did to Losi and all that type of stuff, I hope they don't do this to the TL, the TLR brand. I don't think that's the intention, because they've worked hard to build up the TLR brand again. You know what I mean? I would not
2: be surprised. Look at... um Okay, so I, I'm interested to see what happens with Proline and AK. Mm-hmm. So are they going to just uh, turn Proline fully into some low C style thing? Like it used to be racing and now it's just bashing. And then AKA is their race tire brand. Like, are they going to do that? Or do they keep both, but they start manufacturing both in the same place and the compounds are the same, even though they say that they're different. Um, like what's going to happen there. I'm really curious to see that, see what they do.
0: It's interesting. Like it's, is it maybe it was just cheap, or maybe they found some low C parts that worked, and they just said, "Hey, we can put this with this car." Maybe, maybe
2: no, maybe. Not, no. They planned that we're gonna do this. It's maybe, not like
4: Charles fits. Maybe no, it they'll offer. Maybe way.
0: they'll offer like an upgrade kit. Hey, do you want to race your Typhoon? Here's the upgrade. I don't, I don't. I'm just saying. I'm thinking out of the boxer. I'm trying. I'm being positive here.
2: Is the more it, that it's uh, directed towards getting bashers racing, the better. But I just don't see. Well, I hope they do. That being that thinking
0: horizon the results. I hope you guys are making this so you can get more bashes into into RC. You want somebody to bash the crap out of this and race it and try it on and see if it works. Send it to me. But uh, I I actually am on a positive note here. I you know I'm 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 actually for anything that helps get more people racing. So maybe this maybe this guy who has all these armor parts maybe he has a bunch of armor parts he has one of these cars right it's like hey i can get this car and i can use parts of my other car and i could go racing and then he'll you'll go be like well well i just want to i want a, i want a real tlr now i want a real whatever car or something like that that's what i'm hoping
2: i'm hoping yeah i mean the best would actually be that Traxxas armor these kind of big um entry-level, first RC car, bashing brands, if they make entry-level racing products, that would be the best, because they already have a massive audience and a lot of people running their stuff. Right. So if they then uh, make a car that's a nice, a smooth entry into the racing world, and it's good enough to race, and they have all the supportive information and, and stuff that you need when you start racing, if they make that transition from bashing to racing easier,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the barriers to entry lower, that's great. But I just don't see them doing that because it takes more than just putting shock towers with a TLR logo on them and promoting it on social media. It takes more than that. And I don't think that there's someone there that cares enough to go that extra mile to make that happen. Mm. That's kind of my point. I don't know, man. Like I've seen this. I've seen this before. Yes, it would be great if that's the case, that let's make uh, the transition from bashing to racing smoother. Mm -hmm. Let's use ARMA to promote racing by making an entry-level racing car. Let's link it a bit to TLR so people get the point. Let's work on this. There's like a bigger project and a plan behind this. So we are pushing the racing so that some of the bashers will Pick up racing, like if this is the big plan, I support it hundred percent. But I'm just very skeptical. I don't think that's what's happening.
1: Okay, I
0: I can respect that because it's happened before. So yeah, I I I can respect that. I actually I actually thought we was gonna have a heated argument with this, but uh, I mean we kind of just kind of agree with each other. It's like we're gonna just wait and see what happens with I just think it's all like I just think it's odd. Like why wouldn't you just. Like upgrade your TLR, ready to run or something. Or is this just like who knows? Like, oh, I need to get all these new parts. Probably they're probably counting on like somebody saying, oh, I can upgrade my Typhoon to this and make it race ready, or something like that. Who knows? Maybe they are trying. To, maybe someone's listening to what people were saying. Maybe somebody listened to this podcast and said, hey, these guys have a point. These we need to figure out how to get more bashers into racing. I am being positive about this. If this helps get more of these guys that are out there bashing, more of these guys who are asking these type of questions that are very easy in these Facebook groups and all this type of stuff, if this gets these guys to a track, like, then I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Maybe, maybe we have a class just for these cars. I know we don't yes. need more class.
2: Yes. This, uh, so, in full-scale racing, there are these, they're usually national uh, classes right, right, uh, right but right, right. costs are limited very much and in there actually this is not something we need to do in RC but the way they make sure that people don't spend too much money and time is the race winner's car is auctioned off mm. so when you win you lose your car like someone buys it mm. off you for I, I think it's even I, I can't remember. I don't know now do they fix the pricing or something or it's like what's the reason for so that? So the, the, the reason is that you do not spend so too much money on it because you know that oh, you, someone will it. buy it from you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? So it becomes this thing where you are running basically relatively stock cars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you do the basic uh, modifications for racing and then you race, you know, you aren't doing all kinds of expensive things to the car because that money is just going to go to waste. Because then you have to sell and trade and whatever, to uh, depending on how you do in the racing, you know. But the point is that it's a way to keep costs down, but but the racing is still fun Mm -hmm. and competitive, right? Mm -hmm. So we have failed every time in RC to come up with a class where there are some sort of rules to make the rate um, make the class an entry level or stock class, but it always becomes this thing where people are buying all these expensive option parts and uh, tires and pink plastic pinions and slipper eliminators and all this stuff, right? Um, Gears that are half the size Mm -hmm. because less rolling resistance. Like, what the fuck? Like we should have a class where it's just-
0: Like this type of stuff. uh,
2: You race run what you brung kind oh, of thing. Stock you know? slash that's
0: it. Yeah. They do that. They have yeah, stock like slash
2: there are there are specific cars that are allowed, right? Mm-hmm. And these are the cars like let's say this armor racing car would be one of them, right? Mm-hmm. And other manufacturers could have similar cars. Like they have a stock standard spec and that's what you race. You know? So the idea is that you can get into racing at a low price mm-hmm. and uh, or lower cost. And you can be competitive and you don't have this need to buy titanium, this and aluminum, that, and this, and you don't need all that. And you don't need the knowledge about that. You have a car, it's relatively equal to all the other guys there and you race each other. That's it. And it should keep, stay that way. And there's no sandbagging. It's just for the new people and hobby, hobby drivers, you know, yeah. we need that. Yeah, so we do. if manufacturers made these kind of cars that are good enough to race, and there was actually a class for them, that would be a really good thing. But this kind of thing can only really happen if there is a federation that cares enough and works with manufacturers to set this up. Because the only way to have sort of consistent rules is when a federation says, like, hey, these are the rules. This is the idea. This is our project of growing RC racing. Uh, this is like a standard class for entry-level um, this is a standard class for new people to lower the barriers of entry into racing. Uh, this is the spec of the cars that's allowed, and this is the price level of the cars. And we will um, we will approve cars that are allowed mm-hmm. in this class, right? Then the manufacturers make those cars, and then boom, there's a racing class. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it can be done. It's mm-hmm. not like one race organizer or one club can no it needs to be something global Mm -hmm. preferably right global why do we all race the same size and weight eight scale buggies it's because we have a global federation that set the rules so it works everyone's on the same page all manufacturers make the various different cars to the same spec because we have that rule so we need to have this happen for an entry level class. And I'm not saying it's eight scale nitro mm-hmm. off-road. I'm just saying like, e- even if we have that for, uh, that popular racing classes around the world, there should, uh, also be something that I don't know what, the most attractive class would be for new people, but that should be something that exists also.
0: Yeah. It's like you stock know? slash man stock slash you bring a yeah. Stock that's a good example that, that's it. a good example and but i think we need something like this like this could be i think these cars can run indoors maybe don't just run them on 4s you know nothing on just have that little yeah. news like that like 4s
2: a sla- yeah the, the slash is a good example but where it went wrong was that there was no federation that stepped in and said hey this is awesome for rc racing and we've come up with this new set of rules and this class is for uh, new drivers. It's an entry level class. There's no professionals running in national championships for this. And, and uh, there are you know, certain cars that are approved and you can run in the uh, races with them, and you can't modify them and add all, tons of more option parts and stuff like that.
0: Well, can, you know? I, can I counter to that? There needs to
2: be a class like that. Can
0: I counter to that? I actually brought up this argument on a live, and uh, Brian Nunez, who yeah. actually is in charge of Losey and all that stuff, like you just talked about, he actually broke yeah. it down for me. And he and it was on the podcast, and he said it was Roar that actually started the whole demise of short courts. By actually oh, yeah, making it, by actually making it a national level competition, and, and like, it kind of took it from being that club level. Wrong what you, you know, run what you wrong. Stock slash. Yeah, because it became a
2: national champion. Right,
0: because RAW made it a national championship because they, I know. because I mean, they, they no, stupid. it was, and that's where it, the whole stock thing came in, and then you know, but then that, that's where RAW makes his money too, because it has to prove bodies, it has to prove, uh, motors and all that type of stuff. But in term, it ruined such a great class. You know what I mean? Such a great class yeah. for beginners. And I think that's where it should stay. I'm, I'm not saying that Associated and, and Losi shouldn't make short course trucks if they want to make them, make them. But I think, like, I think at the root, like, that's where it should, like, that class brought so many people into RC, like, you know? We haven't had one of those classes since then. That's the problem. You know? How many people did, did Slash and Short Course bring into RC? So many. It's like T Max. T Max bought in a lot of people. You know? We need we are desperately needing that class. Maybe this can be it. Maybe. 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 Anyway, this guy's are editing. Let me mute him. Let me know what you guys think in the um in the comments. What you guys think. I know a lot of people can be like anti-horizon and whatnot. That's fine. I'm kind of on a bubble with it. I'm, you know, I kind of accept corporate sometimes. So I'm, that's just my opinion on stuff like that. So, you know, but it doesn't really mean much. So let us know what you guys think. And um, yeah, post in the comments and whatnot. Josie, I think that's it. I thought we was going to get in a big rant over that, but we didn't. We kind of agree on things. So it <clears throat> wasn't really a rant. It was more like just ta- uh, addressing that that there. Joseph, I think that's it for us this week. I want to thank you for your time. Get back to editing, dude. The 20th. Uh, you went over your time limit. I know. He gave me an hour. Everybody, this guy, fucking. I'm
2: gonna charge you.
0: I'm gonna pay you.
2: I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take it out of your salary. You
0: know what? I'm gonna pay you. Pay you no mind. <sighs> anyway, it was good uh, chatting to you, if you man. Go get some sleep. You look uh-huh. terrible. You'll be in Spain soon be in Spain and you'll be on her and you're like, it's it's too hot her. (laughs) And it's beautiful on her. It's going to be
2: nice to travel. Yeah. Hopefully it all works out. Yeah,
0: it will. Just don't mess
2: it up. It's it's so weird. The last one and a half years, I've done five races. Five Finnish nationals, right? (laughs) That's insane. And then before that, so you, you one, be one year and eight months ago It was DNC
0: Yeah, 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 it was, isn't it?
2: Isn't that insane? Yeah That is insane That's crazy, wow. isn't it? I can't yeah. wait to get back to it You know, actually travel, do some racing
0: Yeah, it's going to be good yeah, to have you down here. We're going to revamp the, the podcast And all that good stuff Hopefully it works out Then we're going to sneak you into America yeah. some way and, uh, Yeah,
2: I, as of right now, if I spend three weeks in the DR, I can enter America.
0: There you go. Here you go. So, All right. Well, I think that's all for this week, Joseph. Um, thank you to Ryan Pavitas for his time, for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, he's he's uh, doing a good job. He's had a really good year this year, and I expect big things from him next year. Uh, thank you to you Joseph for your time I know you've been busy man Thank you for coming in and, and doing this for us Thank you to all that listen And uh, share this and support us the, NN, the hashtag NNRC squad All around the world Can't do it without you guys Thank you for the love we love you like life And uh, thank you to the patrons of the podcast uh, They go the extra mile They help us out a lot And um, I think we're. Do- I'm doing a live next week I forgot to talk about this Oh boy these came, so, these uh oh, they're sticking. Uh, they're all stuck together. But basically, these are supposed to be like the world's sourest candy, right? So next week, I'm putting my life on the line again and doing a food challenge to raise money for a good cause. So let's get those wallets out and get those things going, everybody. As I'm gonna cross, uh, we're gonna the money goes to cancer. Uh, it's for They oh, Yeah, giving you cancer. It. Uh, it's not giving me cancer. Blooming Prairie RC is having their pink the pink, paint the track pink race this week. You can go to the GoFundMe. I have. I will put it in the link of this podcast. But join me next week. Probably my buddy RC Kevin. We might have a special uh, guest as well. But first, live in a long time. We're gonna talk RC, and I'm gonna try and eat as many of these as I can, or put as many as I can in my mouth at one time. If I die. For a good cause. Just make sure you guys, we're gonna if you guys give super chats and all that stuff, or go right to GoFund, we're gonna raise some money and kick kick uh, cancer's ass somehow, some way. Uh, thank you to all the awesome sponsors of the podcast. Remember everybody, showing the sponsors some love, shows the podcast some love, and they are Mayako Beach RC TNR Fuels High Tech R C D Techno RC Sun City RC Raceway Lugs Racing Tires. Manscaped.com, Pop Bobilly's Traction Tonic, Donathan RC, Racecraft USA, House of RC, JQ Racing, RCGP, and just any other company out there. I want to shout out to SMC. They helped me out with some batteries. Here, I'm gonna show you guys these are some some badass batteries. Um, but yeah, they helped me out. I'll talk more about that in another time. In Operation 115, I know everybody's heard me. This one, Operation 115, I will reveal. All will be revealed. Do not worry.
2: JQ. When are you doing
0: that? Um, when I get everything. Right now, I'm waiting for a radio, and right, up, oof, I am like on the cusp of blowing this people up. Like it's, I ordered something from Hobby King, and it's been stuck in Miami for like three weeks, and my like nobody wants to. It's like literally five minutes from where it's supposed to go, and nobody wants to take it there. So I'm getting a little bit upset. Um, I'll talk more about that, Joseph. We're out, man. Thank you for your time. Remember, everybody links to all of our socials our youtube channel please if you haven't gone to our youtube channel go check it out we want to get up to 1500 subs or 2000 subs by the end of the year we're at like 1400 so please if you if you like this podcast you listen to this podcast you follow us on facebook instagram go to our youtube hit that subscribe hit that sub that notification and like or dislike button lead up leave a comment also if you listen to this Leave a review of the podcast. It helps us out. It helps us get in these algorithms. We want to get in the algorithm even more. Uh, you know, what? I want to say something because I got a lot of shit this week. Not this week, but uh, yesterday. So one guy. So I posted the, the thing from uh uh Born a Crime when he you know when you your message to him about not running stock okay. and obviously saying he did it for Mexico. The guy goes, "He's not Mexican." I said, he's well, Mexican American?" No, he's not. I said, his well, parents of American uh, Mexican heritage?" He says like, "Born a crime? You did oh, it. You did it from Mexico, buddy. Congratulations!" Yeah, hey, you I, know what?
2: The whole the whole "born a crime" thing came about because we we pitted next to each other at some races, and then I uh, I basically deduced that he is illegal. He his yeah, he's he's just an illegal human being, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so he
0: went he was born a crime you know what that dude needs to be running Nitro at DNC I told him already yeah it would be cool I told him already we're gonna come we're gonna kidnap him in a positive good way like you know what he, I mean
2: hey Ronza <laughs> we're gonna kidnap him in a positive good, good way. way
0: and yeah. then we're gonna take him to like Santa Barbara <laughs> this yeah. his Nitro stuff He's got, He guy says thing. he needs a Nitro car so hey Associate to get this man a, a nitro car because he wants to run nitro. We're going to kidnap mm. him in a positive, good way, take yeah. him to Santa Barbara for a weekend, and make him just burn gallons of nitro so he's ready for DNC. Even though he doesn't run the car that we represent, we just want to see him run nitro. You heard that, Born of Crime?
1: Uh,
2: wait, coming did, for you. did you say that he is actually going to race? No, nitro? He's,
0: he keeps saying he wants to run. He says, Oh, I'll run nitro. I think they can, I'm trying to tell him. That he doesn't want to be just a ten skill early racer. He wants to be uh, right. He wants to be eclectic.
2: Yeah, so, he he needs to run uh, nitro, nitro for sure.
0: So I I I like every time I talk to him, like you're gonna run nitro at DNC. So when we come to California, if things go right, we're just gonna pull up, kidnap you in a positive, good way, like you're gonna have fun. Like yeah, and we're gonna take you and we're gonna make you burn nitro two gallons. Two gallons of nitro one day. That's what we're gonna do. Congratulations. Oh,
2: that's quite a lot. I don't okay. think that's okay. possible. One
0: gallon, one gallon, two gallons in one, one weekend. One gallon
2: should be possible. Two
0: gallons in one weekend. We'll go Saturday and Sunday.
2: That, that will be also hard. I think one gallon, a, even one gallon a weekend is, it's good.
0: No, but we it's need to get him up people. to pace. So he's got to do two.
2: A gallon a day is really hard to do. We're going to like, it's possible.
0: you will blindfold him and tell him to drive just by our signs. And Hey, we're going to blind for you. This is the way. This is the way you have to listen to your car and we'll tell you which direction. I'm any joking. I'm talking shit. Anyway, I, I, I can't wait to get to California and have fun. But he doesn't. Hey, I'm signing. I'm making a thing. Hashtag Crime Needs to Run Nitro at DNC. It's a long hashtag. But anyway, I like him though. He's funny.
2: You always he, have long hashtags.
0: Hey, at least he plays along and he likes it. It's cool. Um, Joseph, that's it for this week. We went over by 40 minutes. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. We never have short conclusions. Remember, hit up our sponsors. If you wish to be a patron, check it out. Don't forget, Invisible Speed's dropping 20th September. Hopefully, if JQ finishes editing. Right now, he looks like a mental patient. Uh, Look at that, you know? But uh, you're nuts, man. You're nuts. I got to go, dude. You know what? Nitro is the glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. Thank you all for the support. We love you like life. NNRC squad. Joseph, anything to say before we sign out of her?
2: Please get the fucking online course so I, I can act, act, at least make a few dollars off this thing.
0: Yeah, get the online that? course but Joseph is going <laughs> to be in an insane asylum. <laughs> because... I'm going
2: to su- I'm gonna suicide myself.
0: No, he's not. All he's going to be in an insane asylum. For nothing. Anyway, thank you for your time, Joseph. I'll talk to you next week. Uh, maybe Okay. Bye, everybody. Yeah.